What's up? What's up? How are you? I'm dandy. I was giving my kids brownies. <laughs> We're still getting the hang of this new phone. Oh, how do you like it? I forgot that you got a new phone. How do you What'd like it? How do you like it? I like it so far. Um, I'm just trying to connect my Bluetooth to it because all my old, you know, stuff was on there. And my, my wife is in the living room. I'm about to have to, like, kick her out while we record because she has the volume going and she can't have the volume going. So, um, let me see if I can turn this back on because for some reason it doesn't want to work. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I'm just trying to get the mic to turn on because for some reason it doesn't want to do that. Um, Man, man, my. Hold on one second. Why is this not? It doesn't want to work. This shit does not want to work. Don't let me. Don't let me find out that the new twelve only works with certain Bluetooth. I hope not. I hate when they do that shit. Well, it shouldn't because it says. Oh, it says not connected. Hold on. Let me see if I can connect it then. Right, so let me turn this on. Okay, it says it's on. Great. Let's see if it says connected though. I need it to connect. Uh, okay, let me just forget the device and then try this all over again. Okay, so we are going to connect the Bluetooth again. And see if this works. Of course, it would be while we're live that the shit doesn't want to work. Mm-hmm. Only in America. Only in America. Here we go. So. Can you hear me now? Yeah. And we are back. Here we are. Welcome to hell, bitch. We are here. <laughs> Welcome to hell, bitch. <laughs> uh, so... For a Friday night, we are live again for another episode of Loudmouth Stereo. I am one of your hosts, Greg, host of Young, Black, and Bothered, and I am joined by my co-host. Shan from She Gets It Pod and Cozy Womb Podcast. Now, do you want to tell people what Cozy Womb means? Like, not the show. What does Cozy Womb mean? Okay, Cozy Womb is basically what it sounds like. You think of a cozy place where you don't want to get up and do anything from. You just want to be there. You want to chill. Now you think of a woman's womb, okay, where a baby would want to be. Now you put those things together and you have a child that does not want to leave a mother's stomach. And because both of my kids were late and I was induced and I um, forced them out of me, I named the kid podcast parenting podcast cozy room podcast so, mm. that is that exactly and this is why you are the best lady podcaster of all time so <laughs> yeah i just you know I, I sing your praises every time we do a show and when we don't do shows when i listen to your shows and things like that uh they need to listen but obviously you were getting into she gets it as well though so you got to let them know about that show yeah um she gets it is basically everything else that i can't talk about on a 
kid show, a parenting show. Um, sometimes it can be vulgar. Sometimes it could be something you need to learn from. Sometimes it could just be like, oh, y'all need y'all asses whooped, and I want to talk about why. Um, it's sometimes very direct, sometimes short, sometimes the episodes are long. Um, but most importantly, all of it, everything I do is about content and things people can use and take away. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why I do those shows. You want to tell them about Young Black and Bother? Yes. Um, so Young Black and Bother is a podcast that it started with me and my guy friends. And then we started to say things that were really rude and obnoxious. So we started to add women co-hosts in order to bridge the gap and tell us the truths that are actually the truth instead of us just making up our, you know, our male facts. And it went from that to having two shows and then one show we had to disband because, you know, America. And then we are now with Young Black and Bothered again. And we also have Loud Mouth Stereo. We have our podcast that I have with Steph, which we will be introducing on Sunday again. And honestly, we just do a lot of fucking shows, a lot of content, and a lot of people love it. We hope that you guys listen to it as well. Join, uh, buy some merch, and more importantly, when you listen to this live on stereo, you go and actually follow the show afterward. Mm. Listen, this is Loud Mouth Stereo, though, and this is where we collab. Mm-hmm. Um, so tonight's show is something everybody can relate to because this is why you're listening because we need to figure out the pros and cons of social media all right yes we definitely need to um i have a love-hate relationship for social media um mm-hmm. more love than hate but my hate like extends to like the pits of hell um and it's starting to be with stereo um I'm going to get there. Um, I'm going to get there. Um, But for me, like, what was your first, like, introduction to social media? Ooh, I want to say, does AOL chat rooms count? Yes, it does. Okay. I want to say AOL chat rooms, the dial up. Mm. That that shit. I think that was it. And then from that, I moved to um, Black Planet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell is this? I'm not ready. And then I moved to, what is it called? MySpace. Mm. And then from there, I was on Facebook when only college people can get on Facebook with their college um, email. And um, from that, I got a Tumblr. And then that's when the phone started changing to um, digital screens where it was no longer gray and, 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 and a lighter gray background. It actually became a, like a computer screen. And then it was all over from there. Yeah, mine was a lot of the same. Um, obviously, AOL chat rooms. Black Planet is the one regret I had because that was our introduction to coding. And I, I didn't follow through with that. I was probably one of the best people to design shit on Black Planet. I had like seven or eight different pages where I helped other people create their backgrounds and shit like that. I could have made a lot of money in coding thanks to Black Planet. But of course, I didn't follow it. Um, then... For me, being a black guy on Black Planet makes sense. But then when Black Planet started to die out, I joined, uh, what is it, Mahinti? Mahinte? Um, 
so that was the Latin version of Black Planet. That was where really? people went. Yeah, they had the Latin version of Black Planet. They had the Asian one. I want to say I don't say Asian, but you know what I mean. They had that version of Black Planet. They had the white Black Planet, which was uh, I want to say that was MySpace. To be completely honest with you, because that's mm-hmm. what it looked like. Um, then I got my sidekick. Once I got my sidekick, I started to use something called was- HipChat. Oh, what'd you say? I said the sidekick was red. Yeah, honestly, the Sidekick is the only Android phone I would ever switch from my iPhone for. Not the um BlackBerry. Oh no, well, his my issue with the BlackBerry was like it it was just dated. Like mm. I loved typing on like the keys, and if an iPhone ever came out with physical keys again, I probably mm-hmm. would hate it. Like the Sidekick is a little bit different because you had the cool little flip segment of it where like. It flipped open and then you can go into AOL. You can send text messages and stuff like that. It was just fun. Um, the camera quality was absolute garbage, though. Like right now, you could literally shoot a fly from like 50 feet. But with a sidekick, like if you weren't up on it for like three feet, uh, that was definitely going to be the worst photo you've ever taken. And then for some reason, all the photos on like sidekicks were like yellow for some reason. So I was light skinned on a lot of my younger, like face, you know, my photos that I post on social media. People mm-hmm. are like, well, Greg, I thought you were like light brown skin. I'm like, Oh no, no baby. That, that, that's just <laughs> the, the, that's just the filters for the sidekick. That was not me. That was not me. I'm a different guy now. Um, that's probably why, like, you know, the, the whole light skin movement happened in R and B in like the early two thousands. It was because of the sidekick filters. Um, Outside of that, though, we had BBM. Uh, we had Facebook. Well, I've had Facebook. I only use Tumblr for porn, though. Like, I would only look Listen, at, like, adult nature. I was on Tumblr when it was, like, actually, like, what they call it, micro-blogging, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they consider Twitter and Tumblr to be micro-blogging. I was on Tumblr when I wanted to put my feet into blogging. And then it just came, like, this website for just porn. I'm just like, when did exactly. it Exactly. But that's the thing. Tumblr was better when it was porn. And then obviously the dickheads decided that they wanted to have like child porn and like bestiality and shit like that. So, uh, like, you know, what? I got, I got to go. Um, I have to go. But there, there were some very wild times on Tumblr. There's some things that I've seen that honestly, a lot of men and women saw and it's now kink. It's like shit that people like to do. But mm-hmm basically tumblr taught people that eating pussy was good um huh? like if you saw if you saw it on tumblr it was except i'm telling you like before tumblr nobody wanted to go down on women mm-hmm. tumblr came out and we saw like a couple people do it next thing you know everybody's munching and you know shout out to my wife like i'm i'm that guy um <laughs> then <laughs> but uh then you know tumblr it was around around the same time that Twitter first came out when it was good. Um, I remember 2009, uh, 2010 Twitter, where it was fun. Everybody wanted to be friends. People would go to like cookouts and parties and go out of town to meet other people and stuff like that. Um, Twitter's not that anymore. It's like the Wild West. It's like, you know, the little like that type of shit, like with the, the debris and the dust just going across. That's how I feel Twitter is. And Instagram is following that up, too, because we're tired of seeing Fenty. We're tired of seeing people in like summer outfits and it's November. Like you, mm-hmm. you do realize you can actually wear clothes. Um, I, I do use Instagram though for obviously promoting because that's the only place people actually look. Um, the one regret I have that Instagram should have made better is Instagram live. I feel like if Instagram 
did or does what stereo does right now, which is give you the ability to not look at people. Like you could turn your camera off and still talk on Instagram live. So many more people would use that feature. So many more people because everybody wants you to hear what they think, but nobody wants to see you. Like, I don't want to be on FaceTime talking to people. Now, if you call me, I'll definitely do FaceTime audio with you. Shout out to Baylor for that. Um, what, what other social medias are there? Like, I'm sure there's some that we don't know. Oh, Reddit. Reddit. Um, I never use Reddit, but I keep reading up on Reddit. Reddit to me is probably the best and the worst part of social media. Um, you can go on there and you'll go in there searching for like cute cat pictures and you will fall down a deep, dark web of just like shit. I went one day and I was just looking for like fantasy football and I went and found a subreddit about like Deion Sanders. I was like, there's no fucking way there's subreddits for just individual people. And you can find like your own neighborhoods and things like that. All that stuff is on Reddit and it's, it's fun. That's the good part of social media now, which is that like certain Reddit communities and things. But outside of that, mm -mm. Uh, social media to me now, it, I guess if we're going to just ask the question, social media is a con. Mm. As social a person, media is a con. Social media. As a person who met Chantal on social media, you said social media is a con. Yeah. Mm. And the, the only reason I say it's a con is because unlike us who try to find the good in social media and use it for good, like social media uses us for bad, if that makes any sense. Like, I get on social media or I only get alerts from social media about bad shit. Like the whole election, I could literally open up my phone and say, like, oh, this is news that I don't care about. It's just bad. Like right now, I got an alert from Apple News. COVID-19 uh, infections are soaring. Lockdowns could be coming. Here's a list of restrictions in your state. There's never any positive news. That's why people stop watching TV. They're like, you know what? I'm tired of watching the well, news. I'm tired of watching it. Because... Oh, she! Oh, we talking a little bit too much for stereo. They don't like that shit. They don't like that. I don't know what happened to Shane. She should be coming right back. Let's play a voicemail while she's out. So, uh, social media is a con, more so because it has everybody uh, creating this perception on social media and wasting all their money and all that. You know, try to try to make themselves look like a, a, a character when they not. And social media has everybody looking like the WWE. Everybody got a character to play, which is very toxic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, like my rule of thumb that I tell people and I say on Twitter and stuff like that is social media isn't your therapist. I feel like a lot of people get on here and they say things and they do things that they wouldn't do in person. That's why people don't have people skills anymore. Like, there's like online dating to the point where honestly you get to know the person that you're trying to date entire life before you get the opportunity to meet them. Um, so when you have like social networks, you have online dating and stuff like that. You don't feel like you have to get to know people anymore. As a result, when you get on like Twitter and instead of just saying, you know what, I'm having a bad day. I'm just going to, you know, just I'm going to log off of social media for the day. No, you want to get your shit off and you get on there and you go on an epic fucking rant. You say, you know what? Fuck men. Men ain't shit. Women um, ain't shit. Hoes ain't shit. You're like, dang, like, yo, like, did you just have a breakup today or something? And I just wish one person, I've never seen this happen on Twitter, like when somebody goes off on this like big ass rant that somebody just says, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? If you ask someone that question and they're having like a bad day, I guarantee they would be a much better person after you've said that to them. But 
instead of getting that, you get the trolls who are like, well, bitch, what's wrong with you? Or, you know, men ain't shit. And this, I'm like, damn, like, y'all are just some angry folks, man. Really, really angry individuals. Okay, so what do you hate more? Do you hate news feeds more, in-app chats, uh, people calling you randomly, or live video? Um, well, I don't do live video. Uh, I just hate the news feed, man. And when I say the news feed, I'm talking about the people who they don't watch the news or they don't go and fact check the news that they see on their timeline. So they just create extra news. That's like, wait a minute. Like, that's why I like TMZ. I blocked the shit out of them because I don't need to know about a person dying before they actually are dead. Like that Michael Jackson shit scared the fuck out of me to the point mm-hmm. where I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to just block them right now. Because if you can tell me before the entire fucking world knows, like, First and foremost, where in the fuck are y'all? Every time they mention someone dying, they're like, no, everybody's like, wait, like they were in their room when they died. Uh, what, what's the guy from um, The Dark Knight? Um, I, I want to say fucking Liam Hensworth, but I know it's not that. And I'm get flamed for tanking that. Um, the the yeah, guy well, who played the Joker. I, I forget his name. Anybody who knows his uh, name, just let us know. Um, but when he passed away. Mm-hmm. There were so many conspiracy theories that it came up. And then TMZ was like, oh, no, he definitely died. And he was in one of the Olsen twins rooms. I was like, first and foremost, how the fuck do y'all know that? Mm-hmm. Like, they knew the drug before the autopsy. At some point, someone has to ask, like, yo, like, who, who's giving this information? And more importantly, like, are we getting the information because they're the ones that are planting it and shit like that? It, it's, it's crazy. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist. I'm just saying mm-hmm. nobody should have known. Okay, well, being that there, most people where they get their news now is on social media. Mm-hmm. It's only gonna get worse because nobody's watching the TV except old people. Yeah, and old people are really not. Well, old people will watch the same news fifteen, eleven times. That's just mm-hmm. what they do. Um, radio, nobody's really paying attention to radio, so that's out. Radio is switching more so to podcasting and having like individual shows. Um, I hate an app chats. Like, I don't need to download fa- uh, Facebook onto my phone in order to use Facebook. I don't want to mm-hmm. have to download a separate app of Messenger that belongs in Facebook on my mm-hmm. phone either so that's out if i go to facebook it's probably like on my computer and it's to check if somebody like needs me for something that does not have my phone number because there are relatives and family that i'm related to that do not have my phone number for a reason but as far as like um using that shit i don't use that shit like i like the live video um Mm. because it's like being able to read body language along with what people are saying um calling I don't want people calling me unless I want to talk to you. If I don't want to talk to you, don't fucking call me. I feel like um, Twitter, IG, Facebook, um, and YouTube gives an illusion that they should have access to you all the fucking Mm -hmm. time. The biggest app right now is is IG because it has about 3.96 billion people on it right now. Mm. So if you had a business and you were still on this fucking dead ass train about, oh, I don't use social media. That's not my thing. You're missing so many fucking people. Like people like to say, oh, Facebook is where you need to go if you have a business. No, you're asking to be on IG. That's why they made a separate part for IG, because you'll be on IG scrolling randomly late at night. You'll see something cute. Well, at least women will see something cute, have an urge, click it, 
see the price, buy it, it's done. Mm-hmm. Like what? Nobody has to put in a website on a computer, go to it, scroll to it, then click in, put in your size. Like it's very quick and convenient. And that's why people are fucking selling on um, goddamn IG. For me, the cons, I'll, I'll, I'll do the cons first of social media would be, again, people feeling the need to reach you whenever they want to reach you, um, taking time away from um, actual people in real life, changing your perception on things that you don't even know if they're facts or not. Um, you don't have true compassion for people because you follow who you want, not the things that you don't know. You follow what you know. So you're kind of like limiting uh, your knowledge, kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. Where it's like ironic because your phone, the internet is supposed to be all access to knowledge. But if you're just following the things that you like, then you're limiting yourself. Um, what else? I hate aunts and uncles and friends in my business. So I really don't fuck with Facebook like that. Um, jobs wanting your social media. That's a con. Um, making people's depression worse because people see things they don't see real life. And then they assume, oh, her life is great. Look at her fucking feed. Look at her fucking tweets. Look at her fucking IG. Nah, they don't know that you in your house might be big, but you can't mm-hmm. furnish it. You, you sleep on the air mattress. You don't have any plates in your kitchen. You have straight condiments in your fridge and you go out all the time for your food. But it looks like you always going out on a date. You know why? Because this bitch is trying to bait a man out here actually working and getting money to go ahead and fund her life. But nobody knows that shit. So I feel like it gives you this illusion. I also feel like it divides people based on what they see. Um. I think sometimes it's hella invasive. Like, why the fuck do you need to know my location? No. Um, People feel like they have to talk to you or they have to have you on here. Did you see a, um, I don't even know who it is because black women in their wigs and their hair pieces be killing me and their glasses. I I didn't see her face, but there's a video on Twitter yesterday. I reposted it on She Gets It. And this girl, I guess she's famous. She had a bodyguard. She came out the car and some fan saw her and her first idea thought was to put her hands and scrape it through her hair while she came out the car. And then the person like looked around like real quick, like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck does that? And it's like weird shit like that where people get starstruck and then they do dumb shit. And then you're just like, why the fuck would you just randomly put your hands, your dirty ass, nasty ass, crusty ass hands in somebody's hair or just touch them. Mm-hmm. Like too much access gives people the illusion that they are supposed to be touched. They are supposed to be talked to you supposed to talk to me. No, I don't have to talk to anybody. I don't have to tell you what I do. I don't have to tell you who I fuck. I don't have to tell you what I like. Um, and that's why a lot of people have an issue separating uh, an entertainer's work and their real life. I feel like I, if I entertain, if it's a singer or a rapper or a dancer, let them entertain you with that shit. What they do at their house, who they fuck, how they raise their kids. That's none of your business. That's none of your business. So. So let's say a person like R. Kelly. Mm. People take everything R. Kelly and just sum it up in like, 
oh, he's a trash as an individual. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. His actions are trash. His history led to him being like that. It, that was never checked. Therefore, he created a monster through him having money and access. And a lot of people enabled him to be like that. But nobody's checking the people around R. Kelly that allowed that shit. But they're just looking at R. Kelly individually and saying, oh, he's trash. Okay. Yes. I think the fact that he had all these little girls around was fucked up. But are you really telling me? That 12 Play was a horrible album. Are you really telling me all the songs that he wrote for other artists were horrible now just because of who his character is outside of that entertainment? I think that's bullshit. But everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, Like, you know, everybody's having a hard time with Kanye West, your favorite. Everybody's having a hard time with him. Mm -hmm. And I don't give a fuck about what Kanye West does today. I'm still playing College Dropout. I'm still playing all his old albums. I'm not wearing his clothes because I like to have a little color and a little happiness in my clothing. Um, But I'm still playing all his shit. I'm still watching his old videos because as an artist, as a creator myself, I have to understand that people evolve and they deserve to evolve even if they evolve in a in a direction that you don't like. So back to the cons of social media, people feel like whatever they think about certain people, despite what they do in their entertainment life and their real life of having people in their lives as far as family, friends, and who they fucking, they have to have a say. And that shouldn't be. The fear of missing out is a huge thing with social media. Like I could scroll through fucking feeds pictures vacations and i feel nothing Mm. because i know the money that i did not spend on that fucking vacation that you one of these cute pictures for i could use it on something else that i need not on the fact that ooh, let me go on this vacation so i could post it up and 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 stunt stunt for who i could give a fuck if you like what i do you don't want to hear my cons because my mine are about to (laughs) i had to think these through okay (laughs) Let's um, go. So, Let's so, go. so number one, my, my number one con about social media, it, it just Facebook in general. Um, and the fact that it doesn't have disappearing messages on your wall. Like, I think that's the one feature that needs to happen. Like being able to say this is a dumbass post and have it expire similar to how like Snapchat is like you can look at it, but it quickly goes away. Like that needs to happen. That is a con for Facebook. But we got more. Um Facebook, for some unknown reason, doesn't have a dislike button or dislike yeah, like posting. Um, I don't care about your struggle plates. I don't care about the fact that you went for a second plate for Thanksgiving. I don't care that, you know, there's 83 people <laughs> whose kids had like their first day of school. Trust me, we, we get it. It's the same fucking thing every year. Your kid is 14. Why are we still doing the, hey, my kid is having his first day of school. Congratulations. He's only been doing it for the past 10 years. You're doing amazing, friend. Like, sure. So the dislike thing needs to happen. I don't care how it happens. It needs to happen. Same thing with Twitter. Twitter needs an edit button. The reason why it needs an edit button, not because it's to like try to cancel the things that people say, but when you have a typo, like I can see that, but not when, you know, like copy the whole thing and then delete it and then go back and put it and correct it. Exactly. Like Twitter is just basically like you said what you said. Yes, we did. But it, it looks really stupid when people are just like, you know what? They're just typing in anger 
or they're just mm-hmm. typing things out on a small like a small cell phone and mm-hmm. it comes out and there's like a grammatical error and people are like clowning them because they made one fucking mistake and people Twitter. need to give people with fat flat thumb support i have fat fucking flat thumbs because i used to suck my thumb as a little girl and now i'm suffering because when i hit my screen i touch two buttons see now i i was gonna say something but I, i'm gonna just save that for another show i'm gonna save that for another show this is not the show for that but i was definitely gonna go there um my, my number three con with social media is if you're gonna like almost kind of sort of show your pussy on social media trust oh me we're God. looking but stop acting like you didn't want to do this shit like you're doing the world a favor by doing oh y- y- what like I- i've seen women go and this isn't to be just derogatory to women but i don't see guys just out here just like you know what you know here's my actual like natural born dick like i've seen women. oh no they and, are like, they're on twitter oh no I no, see- no. I- remember when they had that period that that word period um challenge mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. was using their wang wangs as the eye eyes. See, something's wrong here. Like a, a lot of people need home trainings. Like this, you know what? But when, when it comes to me, when it comes to that whole situation, like I hate when people go on social media and they figured out the algorithm where Twitter won't block you if you kind of like blur like your tits. But the thing is, like you're not no, blurring your tits. Nipples. Like everybody no. has nipples. Some yeah, of us just, have three nipples. Yeah, but for me, it's like it's not even their fault. It's more so Instagram and social media. It's like y'all let it go where like people can just go and just show their ass. So why can't they show their titties? Women should be able to show their titties because guys at the fucking beach and he has a shirt off. Why can't women do it? Right. Like, I think at this point in the game, everybody should be able to just show whatever they want to show. Now, I don't want to see your pussy lips. I definitely don't want to see that. So many dry pussy lips on Twitter. I've seen so many pussies with um, glass dildos going in and out of it. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. All I want um, to do is post my link. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I need I need a lot of the people who are on Twitter and they're posting their like homemade porn and stuff like that. I need you to number one. I need you to clean your mirror. That is like the number one thing. Like nobody yeah. should see you fucking yourself, and the, the shit is just disgusting. Like nobody wants you got a dirty ass mirror. Who, who raised y'all? And uh, your, for, yeah, it cries. Moisturize that thing, and then. Um, but if, if you if you're a guy, here's the thing, um, men. It is 2020. If you are going to post yourself having sex on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever, I just need them to learn that they have this invention called tripods. You do not have to hold the camera like you're holding the camera so close to your dick that you can't see anything. Like we want to see the ass. We are not here for your ashy dick. We are here to see. Let me see them cheeks. Let me see the cheeks. Um, what, what's next? Um, oh, this is a big one. When people subliminally say something about having haters, but sh- nobody's hating on them. I absolutely fucking hate that shit. Yo, you have 28 followers and you are screaming from a mountaintop saying, well, all these bitches is hating me. And I'm like, yo, the only people that follow you are dudes. They are not hating the fact that you are modeling your fashion over. Like, show us what you got. That, that's it. Like, stop talking about you got haters. I fucking, I hate that shit. So yes, I might be one of the haters. However, I'm not going to go publicly saying that stuff. Um, but number five on this list is trolls. Um, even stereo has trolls. And the issue is we don't know the it's trolls until after. These oh, there's messages. definitely a voicemail. Oh, there's definitely a <laughs> voicemail we're going to get from a troll. Here's the thing. Um, I use the block button literally like I use like 
the space bar on my phone. Like I do not mind blocking the shit out of you and I won't feel any way about it. But you know what I do sometimes is I will go and unblock people like one of their tweets and then block their ass again. Just because (laughs) I am that petty. I I love it. The shit, honestly, it makes my teeth white. So what else we got? Um, Basically like Twitter, it, my main gripe about it is that it makes people think that everything is okay. So like, say if you, Mm. like I said earlier, if you had a, you know, if you have troubles or you have like extreme views that Mm -hmm. only you have and everybody else in the world or everybody that is connected to your world, don't think this way. You find like solace in social media. So you can say there are other people who will support and encourage your, like your unhealthy behavior or your destructive like views. And we've seen this like throughout the election. We've seen this just in social media over the past, like five or six years where people just Mm -hmm. get on there because they feel like they can say whatever the fuck they want. Um, However, Twitter wasn't always like that. There were stories I've seen on Twitter and social media where People get to doing all that rah-rah stuff and they're like, well, fuck you, you nigger, blah, 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 blah. They'll say that shit on social media and a person will actually go to their door because remember, once upon a time, Twitter didn't let you turn off your location. So people could go and, yeah, you could go to that person's location because by default, like if you tweeted something, it would just show your location. And Mm. they had a big like deal where people were like, wait a minute, like, I think that was around the time that Foursquare was cool, where people would literally go to a restaurant just to check in and say that they were there. Um, I I, I say this, like, people who are like that encouraged to be an asshole on social media, I am not the one. I I don't do that shit where I'm going to go hack your computer and stuff like that. I just block you because I'm I'm a little bit too old for it. But trust me, there are people who will do that shit. We've heard it on here live. We've heard people say that they were getting death threats and people going and breaking into their houses off of stereo. I've heard this shit. So I would just be mindful of, yeah, basically treat others the way you want to be treated. If you don't want to get your ass whooped, I suggest y'all stop trolling people. That's that's one of my gripes. And then my last one. I I told you I wasn't going to talk too long about it, but this is my last one. Cancel culture. The the, that's Uh, you Twitter. Um, it's my main it's my main gripe with social media like we're not fucking with him this month so let's cancel him or we're not fucking with her this month let's cancel them it's like yo like you wake up in the morning and you're like you know what that person i just don't like them today how can we find out how to fuck with them so they'll take something that they said in 2011 mm-hmm. and just apply it to their everyday life you can't grow you can't be a person that you know has done anything positive recently you couldn't have been a person that's changed they go to some shit that happened honestly when you had adolescence and things like that and they're just like you know what that's who they can always be but the thing is they have the ability to change they can go and say you know what i'm a better person i you know i I know it all now i have all the answers but god forbid if you want to be that same person that wants to change and you are that person that is making a change they're like oh no like trust me chris brown for an example yes sometimes he's a piece of shit he says things that he ain't got no business saying however People will result to talking about the Rihanna thing until his dying fucking day. Cool. If that if that's what you want to do, cool. But they will go and say some shit like, "Well, Chris Brown." That's like if Ike Turner was alive, he would get that flat. Matt, listen, I I have heard men and women alike cancel people just because they don't like their music. You can just say that. Don't go Uh, and talk about some shit that's completely irrelevant. But I don't give a fuck about that. What that bitch? Oh, I, I absolutely hate Taylor Swift. But I, I, I also know she was mistreated when it came to the whole Kanye situation and even more with the whole situation where they leaked that phone conversation because mm-hmm. two things can exist. She can be someone that I don't like, but I have to respect the things that she does for the community that does like her, which really like 
upsets me because cancel culture will be like, you know what? If you have a fan, we're going to fuck with them by trying to cancel them. Like right now, right now, I'm going to say this and I'm going to make sure that everybody that can hear me does not get upset at what I'm about to say. Not a single person said that Tory Lanez did or didn't shoot Meg. Meg said that she got shot by him. We ran with that. All I asked for people on Twitter, I was like, hey, I'm just letting y'all know if it comes out that she either lied or the story is not the complete story and he wasn't the one that shot her. We need to hold her to task as well. And that's not to say that she's lying. I'm just saying if in the small case that needs to be brought up again, it can't be one of those things where it's like, hey, um, it, it happened. Cool. We're just going to, you know, we'll, we'll let Tory Lanez back in. Like, no, like. We need to talk to her. I'll give you a perfect example. Um, Amber Heard. So I don't know if you are familiar with this actress, right? So mm-hmm. Amber Heard was dating Johnny Depp. She was dating him and she was saying how much he was abusing her and beating her and all, like all these like allegations and stories and things like that. It came out last year that not only was she lying about it, she was the initiator in the abuse. So she was uh-huh. going and they, she was taking photos after abusing him. So there was at one point he was drunk. He came in the house and she took a photo of him after she hit him. Like, I don't know what like furniture or something she hit him with. But he was laying like beside their bed on the floor, crouched down. And no one spoke about it. Everybody's like, oh, well, I mean, it, it just happens. Like there, there's Listen, no apology. For do a whole episode on women abusers, because that is the thing. Oh, trust me. On our show on Sunday, like I'm going to talk about this. Basically, I'm going to just give you the article. I'm not going to read the story. It says Pam Long of Total says that she lied about sexual assault claims against her ex-husband, but apologizes and hope that he has a good future. Mm. I'm going to just leave that there right now. So when I say that I don't like cancel culture, it's because I don't want to say people need second chances. Like R. Kelly doesn't deserve a second chance. Cosby doesn't deserve a second chance. The reason why is because they've had second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances. However, I do hold people accountable. Like the same people who are saying, you know what, that were in that like dynamic, especially with R. Kelly, the women who were saying, oh no, well, R. Kelly, he's not that way. He, he treats me differently. Once the check stopped, everybody was like, well, he's a piece of shit. Like, wait, a, what is it? Like, what, what, yeah. what is what? Because it, it can't be both. He can't be this person that didn't do these things, but the moments that the check stop, all of a sudden you are like, you know what? Hey, you know what? He, he's a piece of shit and I want to be on your side now. No, stand the fuck over there where you were because that's where you stand. That's where you're going to stay. Period. Anyway, we have a lot of voicemails. Let's play them before we get into these pros. You know it. I'm rooting so hard for stereo. I've been using this app for like two or three days. <laughs> Okay. I enjoy it way more than Instagram. You know, I think these tech companies need more competition, right? And so to your question about a social media pro or con, I think it started out as a pro and it has quickly turned into a con because they don't have any reason to change or get better, um, right? Like, so like, for example, Facebook, Instagram was an independent company. Then Facebook bought Instagram to buy off the competition. They did the same thing to WhatsApp. Twitter did the same thing the same thing to cash app excuse me and so we need competition in the social media space in order for social media to be a pro again right and i I love stereo i've been hearing good things about clubhouse um you know that's being rolled out and so i think now we're starting to see the the diversity within the social media space and it is going to shift back into being a positive like it started out to be in my opinion Okay. Dang. Personal, bro. I wanna. I believe you. I wanna bang, bro. 
Oh my god. Um, so I just came in here, but um, I feel as though it's a pro and a con, if you get what I'm saying. But I say it's pro because like people are starting to like you know get their business out there, and also people. Um, people can find friends and stuff like that, but it's so fun because it's like every picture you see is one-sided. Everything you see is one-sided. You can't really get the other side. Um, it's also a con because like people can't be themselves without somebody rushing in to comment something bad or something else. Like wow. I've seen this post about a person and they were already bashing him because he did something wrong and i'm just like give him some space because he didn't you don't know what was, what was happening but yeah social media can be both i have instagram everything just to promote business for me but mm-hmm. on my personal account i can't really hey tmz is like uh they're like Uber and Lyft. Like they do, they they literally be parked around a corner. You know, I'm right down the street from Hollywood, so I see I see SUVs everywhere, and them motherfuckers is not picking up people. They just waiting for shit to drop, and that's the one thing that I hate about social media. I hate actually seeing the person die on social media. That shit is bananas, bro. Like. Like your like your kids gotta see your kids is gonna see that like your spouse or whatever the case may be see that shit over and over and over again. Okay. I would like to also point out. I know it's stupid, but like some people actually learn more off of social media more than they learn in actual school. The well, the main things that you can learn to help you get through life but um not saying that you should rely on social media for your education but like somehow it's just there for learning um 88.9 kwjl not to mention notifying people that you may have fallen out with that you don't necessarily get along with exes you know you'll pop up on their feet as people that you might know I don't want to be a right no type of nigga that to somebody I don't like anymore yeah and I don't like when Facebook reminds you of a memory that you've been trying your hardest all year to forget (laughs) she gets it what up hey Craig what up What's up? Social media pros and cons. I could talk about all that all night long. Just letting you know, Session is in the building. Do not forget the Jones. At 3.30 tomorrow, on stereo, I'm going to let y'all know what I learned about being banned. Shit gets real. Shit gets gritty. Let me be a donkey so you don't have to be one. Session Jones, 3.30 tomorrow, Saturday, November 14th, on stereo. Yeah. Hey. Come through, promote. Oh, and I also saw the thing. I don't know if y'all saw it yet, but Tiger, with the whole situation about him getting kicked out by his landlord. Um, I don't know if y'all on TikTok or anything, but y'all is people not- seeing him in his big fancy house, but he just got kicked out for not paying rent. And it's like y'all really think he was living a lavish life just because he's popular and everything? Like he just got kicked you- out. And I don't know if you realize, but some people say that the people who make the social media and everything, they realized, well, they knew that what they, what they were doing. That's why they restrict their kids 
and everybody else off the internet, but they don't tell people to, you know, be careful in this, this and that. Um, basically, the pe- people who are making money off of this knows what's going to happen. That's why they have yet to see something. Mm. Absolutely. Honestly, I really think social media is highly beneficial. For example, Pornhub. I really love that. Um, without it, I think I wouldn't be able to live. Like, it genuinely changed my life. Ever since I found out about that social media website, um, complete changed my life, um, changed my motivations and everything. And it makes me a better person today, to this day. That is facts because I'm so glad that porn became free because when porn wasn't free, I did not understand why men paid like a membership to see other women's titties that they could not touch or fuck. But now that it's free, I can just put down all my pictures in my room of my family that I don't want to see me get my thing done, scroll through, find my video because that's bulk of the time. Um, get my nut off and uh, roll over and go the fuck to sleep and not feel guilty about it after I clear my whole fucking history, okay? To me, I'm doing the people that I deal with a favor because now I know a different way to dick suck without having to physically put my mouth on dicks. I know a better position for you in the future so I could just go ahead and try that thing without me having to physically try and get my numbers to fuck up. So thank you for free porn. Social media is a pro because you can use it to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. That one. Jesus. Yes. Hey, you want to know the crazy thing about social media is that social the, the traits that was created... Uh, the feature that was created for social media is some positive shit. It's just that we live in a fucked up world and people use it the wrong way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And don't get me wrong. We actually, we actually help push that shit out because as much as I might be like, yo, I'll keep scrolling past some shit because now we're used to seeing it. But early on, we wouldn't scrolling past Greg. You know, we would not scrolling past those Instagram models. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And remember before before all hey, this, like, I mean, you got World Star tied into all this. That's what really popped it off. So, it, I mean, everything was created. Now, World Star, I wouldn't say was created off some positive shit. No, but no. these other apps and shit like that, I can say, yeah, it's just we live in a filthy world. Yeah. That's fact, Baylor, because just I remember when World Star had uh, crackheads gone wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, like, Social media, at least for Instagram, like he uh, he mentioned the Instagram models and stuff like that. Um, mm. I went from trying to like lose weight and I would follow like fitness people and mm. the fitness people went from actually doing fitness and talking about fitness to just honestly being just a bunch of naked ass people. And uh-huh. it went from like being fitness to being like a, a naked cult. Which is like, wait a minute, like I, I get it. You're telling us about squats, but you're doing them in a gym with just your underwear on. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. What? Or, you know, yeah, it, it went from going and promoting yourself as a fitness person to saying, you know what, I can make some money on the side now that I know I have, you know, 25K followers. Sign up for my OnlyFans. And mind you, if you're going to get your money from OnlyFans, great. But just know the positions you put yourself in in 2020 and 2025, yeah. you can't yeah. be sitting here bitching and complaining, talking about that's my old life. You know who mm-hmm. could say that? Porn stars. Who can't say that? People who are publicly putting that shit out there and they didn't start out their career just knowing you know what I- i'm a sucker dick every now and again 
Mm. These people start with fitness. Like I've seen a girl that went from just being a normal, a pretty woman who decided, mm-hmm. you know what? I have social media. You know, I have a lot of people following me because I'm beautiful to all of a sudden she, you know, her face looks different. Her her body looks, she's literally built like a fucking anteater. I don't know what is going <laughs> on with her body. I, I looked, I was like, Yo, no, her, her ass is fake. Her She got the veneers. Um, She had two tummy. I'm like, yo, you can't have two tummy tucks and then consistently be out here just eating shit. Like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And then she will post stuff and it's like, wait, what do you actually do for a living? Because every fucking weekend you are just in a different fucking part of the country. It's not like, yeah. okay, I went from, you know, I went from Baltimore to Philly. She's in like Tulum one week and then she's in Russia the next. I'm like, okay, like, I don't want to say, I don't want to be the guy in the room that's stating the obvious, but like, you got to be sucking some dick to be going all these fucking places. I'm sorry. Beyond the dicks, okay? Um, yeah. I, that's why I like women like Bernice. Bernice would be like, <laughs> I'm a grandma, <laughs> I'm a mama, and I want to get this work done, and I work out so I can keep this work the fuck up. There's a, I, I respect that, okay? She's doing that. She's keeping it up. But these women that go get these tummy tucks or go get their boobs done, go get their stomachs done, their belly button looks like an alien now, and they don't work out or they haven't discovered a regimen or they haven't changed how they eat, and then you see them like a year and a half later and they look like they never got any work done. What are y'all doing? Yeah. One point, like, I'm, I'm going to just go with what you're saying. God gave you that nose. Why are you out here looking like an anatomy project? Like, stop chopping off your fucking nose. What, what is going? Oh my god, I hate that shit. Like Summer Walker. Like you know, I I fucking love Summer, Summer Walker. Walker really... Dawn from um, Yo. uh, Daddy Danny Danny Kane. Like, who is that face? And my thing is, girl, if you like it, I love it. But girl, I don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, that shit is sad when like you follow someone and one day they just come across your timeline and it's like no he looked different on friday it is tuesday and he's a completely different fucking person like there are guys like that there are women like that and i'm sure some people have like health issues where yes surgery is an option or you know weight loss is an option but there are people who are perfectly fucking fine the way that they were like th- there are people who are perfect you're like you know what like you didn't have to do anything like you, there are people with like, you know, I, I'll keep wanting to say eczema, but like they're anorexic and things like that. Or, you know, they just yeah. like, they, they have that. But the mm-hmm. issue is people will encourage them to, oh no, you're fat and you're this. And I was like, wait, how? Like you're not being an encouragement to them at the same time. As a result, then they go and do even more. Like they do the worst for themselves. Same thing with some of people got, will tell them. Chloe Kardashian out here looking like an anamorph. Every time I see her, her face is changing. I'm just, what's happening? Honestly, honestly, I have not seen four photos of Chloe Kardashian that look the same. Now, I don't know if we need. I don't know if we need to go and just have a you know a telehealth conference with OJ to just ask him one Hello. time. Like nobody, nobody wants to ask him. I know he did that little live like a year ago when he was saying, you know, shout out to Khloe Kardashian. She's not my daughter. I'm like, mm-hmm. also, Michael Jackson said Billie Jean wasn't his lover. And we know goddamn well she was. So don't mm-hmm. lie to the people. Khloe, that's your daddy. Um, more importantly, that's your daddy. Um, you need to just let what people know. That's your daddy, fu- it, the, they're funding his lifestyle right now. And the only way they'll fund it is if he keeps his mouth shut. You, you want to know what's the fucked up part about that, though, is the fact that 
if you put all of the fathers in the Kardashian Jenner family together, OJ would come out to be the best one. That's how fucked up that is. Like think about all of the all of the fathers other than uh Scott are something's wrong. Something's wrong there. There's a, there's an imbalance. Like you know, and I'm not including Caitlyn Jenner in that because she has made a transition. She is not the mom. However, when you know Bruce was a father, that's still it, hard for me to to, to digest. Like so it, it definitely we, is. Actually, like, want me to call you a woman? Yeah, it's definitely hard to digest, mainly because of his political views. You can't go and I don't say you can't go, but. She went and said, you know what? I'm going to make this transition because I have the money to make this transition and I'm going to be a devout Republican. I'm going to believe in Trump. I'm going to do all these things for Trump. And Trump literally will never give you the time of day. Why? He don't fuck with you. That's that just scares the fuck out of me to know that. That's why maybe she's been really quiet through this election, because in 2016, boy, when I tell you she she was out there campaigning, I was like, why? (laughs) Why? But. It is what it is. Um, I just feel like there's certain people on certain apps for different reasons. Like, okay, Twitter has like 330 million people on it. Cool. All right. If you want to advertise on Twitter, the minimum that you have to pay for as an advertisement to run on Twitter is $50. Okay. If you got it, go ahead and do it because you're going to hit a lot of people. Now, LinkedIn is like corporate folks that low-key want to date, but they don't want to make the trip to the dating site, okay? They be in the messages, all extra hard for your birthday. WhatsApp is for cheaters and people that's outside of the country that you're in to connect without paying the extra charges on the phone. And I need people to come to the realization that if the person you're in a relationship with frequents these ads on their phones, don't say shit. They're cheating on you. It's not a question. It don't need to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. This is just what it is. And um, yeah, that's what I gather from that shit. Yeah. Um, I've always told people LinkedIn is not for getting a nut, period. Um, I've seen it done. I've seen people talk about it. <laughs> like, I, I, no, I've, I've had coworkers that follow each other on LinkedIn and they're like that that's like the hookup for them. I was like, you realize you could just get a person's phone number and just go from there. You're leaving documentation saying, Hey, what's up tonight? I've seen Facebook friends share the fact that they had to leave LinkedIn or had to go and remove people from their LinkedIn profile because there are like grimy men who will offer them jobs through LinkedIn, but they also want to go out to dinner to have these interviews. I'm like, okay, Come on now, like y- y'all are easily making this case for them to just take it to court and say, you know what, he's a fucking creep. Yeah, and- I've been on LinkedIn, and this guy was that I used to work with. He was like, hey, he was like, how's everything going? I was like, it's cool. And he was like, you know, when we were at the job, I had this huge crush on you. And I'm just like, oh, okay. And I slowly hit that X out that place. Exactly. Exactly. Sir, this is not the place. Yeah, stop trying to share your dick and get a job in the same place. It, it, <laughs> it no. It it's not the wave, my friend. It's not. Um, I, I did want to touch on this. I didn't get to touch on this on the uh, the Facebook aspect of my cons before we get into the pros and everything like that. Um, okay. I guarantee, I you know, I have a bet with my mom that my grandmother is going to mention Alec uh, Alec Trebek's death next week. Oh, and the reason sure. why is because 
because you know how Facebook is. Everybody on Facebook gets their news like a week late. So she's mm-hmm. definitely going to say RIP to Alex Trebek next week. I, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> okay, so can we have a conversation about the timeline of information for like what apps get it first, what apps get it second? Because the most annoying thing is when I'm on Twitter, you get shit first because people want to get the information out there. Mm-hmm. Then when you go on IG, the people of IG that don't like Twitter for whatever reason, they be like, ooh, look at this. And I'm like, I already saw that on Twitter. And you be like, oh, like, stop sending me these feeds, these pictures, because they mad late. And then you get on Facebook and everybody talking about how they hate their husbands and they get a rollover and go to sleep next to them tonight. Like, y'all just need to know what to share on social media and what not to share, because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of people fucking crying on social media. Mm-hmm. Go to therapy. It's available for you. There's an app for that. Remember in like 2011, 2012, when like the app store was like generating like Angry Birds and a whole bunch of like apps that were just new. And they said, there's an app for that. Like there's definitely therapy apps. There are meditation apps if you don't want to pay for therapy. Like I know for a fact, um, there's that one therapy app that I tried to inquire about and they were like, oh, it's $109 a week. I was like, well, first and foremost, I just won't be getting therapy then because it costs too much. (laughs) Yeah. However, Twitter is not your therapist. I don't care yeah. about your relationship. And obviously you're, you're making like a, a dialogue, like a diary rather for people to just have all the information that they don't need. I've, I've seen people try to make friends and befriend people on Twitter and never met, never met the person. That's fine. The issue is they overshare information and something happens and they, you know, they go kaput. Like all of a sudden that relationship ends and all your shit is on Twitter. Let me tell you this now. <laughs> Anybody put my shit out there, I'm shooting first. And I'm not playing. Oh. So, so what are just some saying. things that you shouldn't put on Twitter or, or on social media, period? What are some things that you shouldn't be sharing on social media? Um, Number one, the fact that you can't cook. I don't oh. care what your plate of whatever your plate of food is. The world don't really need to see that shit because somebody's going to critique it. Somebody's going to, you know, <laughs> somebody will say, well, where's the starch? I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, you, you don't have to do that. Instagram, where you can actually like go and just like monitor who your friends are, mm-hmm. cool, because you know who your friends are, and for the most part, your friends aren't going like bash you for having something, right? However, Twitter, all it takes is one retweet of somebody saying "uh," and then all of a sudden it goes and snowballs into this motherfucker can't cook. That's why every Thanksgiving I mute the term Thanksgiving <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> I love the mute button in Twitter. People are not oh. on to that. Like you can mute. I have Trump muted on my Twitter. I have mm-hmm. um, uh, President, whatever number he is, um, muted. I have um, so many keywords muted that will never come on my feed. See, but see, remember last time, uh, last night, you didn't believe me when I said that like white people will make like macaroni and cheese and put raisins in it. You didn't mm-hmm. believe me. I-, I told you, but you heard it last night. People were talking about some of the wildest shit. Raisins do not go in mac and cheese. Period. Onions don't go in there. Parsley don't go in there. Cilantro don't go in there. But especially fucking raisins. Period. There, there's no like going back and forth <laughs> with me about this shit. If you put raisins in your fucking mac and cheese, you might as well just pick up a roach off the floor and put it in there too. Because that's what the fuck it looks like. That's exactly what the fuck that shit looks like. Don't do it. Also, mm. don't don't go and just put an egg on top of the mac and cheese as like garnish. I've seen that when shit too. Eggs become like the thing you put on burgers separately, like cheese. 
when did eggs become like let's put this on top of this dish as if it's like parmesan cheese i don't know but like i told you before i also feel that people who eat pineapple pizza are serial killers and it's it's the absolute truth see you might just actually kill people then because nothing nothing about pineapple pizza sounds cool nothing about a, a warm pizza and a cold so you ain't pizza. Never, so you ain't never like sweet on your meat. Why? Why do I want sweet on my? You know what? That's the name of the show. <laughs> you got a wife. You like sweet on your meat now. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I do have a wife, and I do like sweet on my meat, but not on my pizza. Okay, oh. I do not want fucking. Who does? You know what? <laughs> Actually, go ahead. If if y'all are in here right now and y'all eat pineapples on your pizza, please leave yeah, you know leave us a voice note because I want to understand why you do this to yourself. Like sweet on your meat. Why, why do you? Do, you know what? Right now, so, so Shan. Mm-hmm. What what are like bad things to put on your pizza? I've already said pepperoni is one. Um, shit. Bad things to put on pizza. <sighs> um, I don't really like buffalo chicken pizza. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get Me it. Too. The the pizza Thanks. slices be mad heavy. The cheese be falling off. Um barbecue and cheese that's too close like y'all doing too much um what other pizza i don't like um i like heavy sauce on the sauce pizza like fuck papa john's because they be doing too much motherfucking sauce i wanted pizza not tomato bread um what else uh shit i don't like cheese stuffed in the crust of my pizza. That's nasty. That's like yeah. somebody like squirting all their babies in your mouth. Mm. See, something wrong with you. Something is definitely wrong with you, friend. Something is definitely <laughs> like, wrong with you. Why will this taste go away? It's just all in me. Yeah. Um, for me, um, number one is egg. We went out of town. I think we went to like, I went to California and they, they put like a, like a fried egg on top of the pizza. And I said, absolutely yeah. not. Um, the same thing we were talking about last night about avocado toast. Avocado should not be on pizza, period. And uh-huh. I'm not debating that with anybody. Um, what else? Spinach. I feel like spinach, if it's like chopped spinach, cool. But some pizza places will put spinach on pizza. Like it's a pizza lettuce for like, a you know, a taco oh, or yeah. something. That where you can't even find the pizza. Yeah, and you're trying to eat through the fucking spinach. And you know spinach is already hard enough to eat by itself. So just imagine eating that on bread. Like, so no. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think. Broccoli. Yes. Anybody who puts broccoli on a pizza has definitely... Eat, they They definitely eat their fingernails. Like... I don't like cauliflower pizza. Like uh, these vegan people piss me the fuck off. If you want to be vegan, have all your fucking vegetables and make it look like vegetables because that's what the fuck you want to eat. Stop making your fucking cabbage in the shape of a drumstick and you bite into it in this fucking cabbage. Nobody wants that breaded shit. I'm going to tell you this. I don't mind cauliflower pizza. No, if it's cooked properly. Let, let, listen to me. Cauliflower pizza is okay. I, I, I can live with that. Now, is it a substitute for pizza? No, it's just something where it's like, you know what? I, I just want a little bit of a change. Cauliflower pizza is good. However, my wife can attest to this. We tried a spinach and kale pizza, and I had no. It was, was it was it broccoli and kale or was it? It was spinach and kale. 
I I took a shit for three consecutive days, and I was like, I, it felt like I had eaten Chipotle for a week, and all I had was two. Some things just should not coexist. Spinach and kale as a pizza, it was literally the foundation of the pizza. Like some shit is just not good. Um, like here in DC, they have the place called Ann Pizza, right? So that's the place I used to go to when I was like drunk, and. The issue with the place is you can go, it's like an assembly line where they make the pizza. They say what type of bread you want, what type yeah. of like base you want. Do you want tomato, pesto, blah, 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 blah. Issue for me is I would get down the line and by the time I got to the end, I was like, yo, what the fuck did I actually just put on the pizza? Because <laughs> I'm like, I got four different cheeses. I got regular pesto. Then I got tomato sauce. And then, you know, I would get... um like ground beef. Then I would get pepperoni. And then I was like, you know what? Put some shrimp on there. I was like, you know what? Some things just should not all be together. Yeah. I, I, I did this drunkenly and I thought it was the best fucking thing on planet Earth until I had to eat the last two slices the next day. And yeah, um, pineapples and shrimp, they're about the same thing. Same consistency. They have that little crunch. Nah. To it. No. Yes. Yes. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But I mean, hey, at least at least the shrimp was cooked. The pineapple is not cooked. They just literally sprinkled that shit after the fact when they put it on the pizza. They say, you know what? Pizza's done. How can we on my pizza? But pineapples, yes. There was this um this this pizza place, I don't know the name, it's on South Beach in Miami. And the pizzas are so fucking big that you gotta eat that shit from the bike. Eat it mm. from the bike. And it's so good. Now I know people who eat the pizza from the back though, like the regular pizzas though. Just, just the regular the, ones. Oh, for a nigga, make me like soup. Are you gonna eat me from the bike? See, something is wrong. This is why we can't have. <laughs> we can't have nice things. We cannot have nice things <laughs> because of that. Uh, oh, I forgot one. I forgot one that was like an absolutely terrible topic. Olives. Um, I don't know why I, like I eat olives. olives. But here's the thing: like, if you have olives, it has to go with something. Like, olives can't be. It's like cheese, tomato, bread, no, and have olives. With the olive. Yeah, I've seen people who probably eat other people have an olive pizza that shit is disgusting i I even i this year i don't know what it is about my fucking taste buds your taste buds change every seven years okay so there's Mm -hmm. things that i do that's strange for a piece of change that you didn't do seven years ago so um my thing this year it was eating black olives okay not the whole ones like the sliced ones i can't look at the olives because they make me like they creep me out. I don't like the way olives look, but I like the consistency in my mouth. So I'll just put it in my mouth, taste it a little bit, and then I'll swallow it. Kind of like how I do cheese. I don't like the taste of cheese. I like the consistency in my mouth. Yeah. Um, you definitely has, you have killed someone in your previous life. Not saying this year, but maybe last year. Um, we, we have so many voicemails. I'm sure someone is going to say that Greg is absolutely crazy for hating pineapple pizza. But y'all definitely eat people. You are the people in that movie. What's the one I was talking about last night? Um, not people under the stairs, but um, Hills Have Eyes. Oh. The, not the, the ones with the, the fucking people with the, the ogre eyes and shit. Yeah, that, that's y'all. What's that first voicemail? That man on the Hills Have Eyes, he was fucking. He, okay. Hey. Chill out. <laughs> and I think it's a conspiracy that, like, most of the shit that's, I mean, I ain't gonna see, mo- I ain't gonna even say most of it, but like, be careful. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure everybody has heard this shit before. Be careful on what you post because I think eventually, like, even when you, even if you don't make it to like being famous or some shit like that, I think they can always use your social media against you. 
And then it's not even because whatever you're doing is illegal or anything like that. It's just because they probably don't agree with your culture and how you move. That's a fact. I don't like how people today go back to like comedian skits and be like, you were wrong. You said the F word. Um, You talked about this. That was a different time. That's like getting mad at um, people who are like pro segregation. That was a time of segregation. Eddie Murphy was funny at that time. There's no way I would be a comedian today apologizing for some shit I did decades ago. Suck my dick. From the back. Which tongue out? (laughs) From the bike. But at the same time, the pros to social media is that you got in touch with people that you haven't seen in a while or you stay in touch with family members. You don't necessarily come in contact with every day in person. You know what I mean? Uh, different family members are friends in different states and or countries and shit like that. Again, you can't It's one of the biggest business tools you can use in the world right now is social media. Also, if you're an artist, uh, R&B, hip hop, rock, whatever the case may be, you're able to promote your music on here for. Or billions of people to listen to or to, 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 to bump into. So there is a lot of positiveness to it. It's just a lot more. I think the negative shit overweighs the positive shit when it comes to the social media stuff. Because people lazy as fuck and they always got something to say about some shit you're actually doing when they at home not doing shit. Like these motherfucking trolls on the stereo, they ain't got shit to do. Go clean your house. You know what it is. You know what it is when it comes to these women and these men that's out here getting their shit sculptured up. You know what I'm saying? With this fake shit, this plastic shit is because, bro, honestly, we all have we all have room for insecurity. And some people insecurity box is much larger than the others. You know what I mean? That's why we're on this app. We're not on this app just for uh, entertainment. We're on this motherfucker for attention, too. You know what I'm saying? It just depends on how big your attention and insecurity box is. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. I don't know. I'm not mad that the Lord put my titties in the front, my ass in the front, so I could keep the eye on it and not in the back. But the attention that I like to get from social media is on work or content that I'm doing. Not look at me, look at me. Not check out my full body. And I never understood this. People who are in fitness that um, work out together or promote workouts and then they're married and then you see like their wives, damn, they're butt ass naked posing in a provocative way to get attention from single males who would want to fuck. Then they like their husband's posts and then they come on there together. And my thing be like, so what's the goal? Mm. Mm. I've been so confused. So I'm always confused. Um, basically, I, I wanted to say this about what Baylor said about like watching what you do on social media. Um, someone mm-hmm. said this to me, and I thought about it this way, and I always have thought it to be this way ever since. That your social media is your virtual social security number. Um, mm-hmm. everything you do on here is counted against you good or bad um that's why they say oh well you know employers see what you do and they research you they don't even ask for social security is in the most part until after you get hired but before you go to that job i guarantee you they have looked at your social media even if you've deleted it there's archives for that shit that's it, for me i just know for a fact i've said some shit on twitter in 2010 that you know what i, I can't take back if somebody asked me in an interview like hey we, we saw you said this in 2010 i said 
I meant that shit. More importantly, I've mm-hmm. grown since then, but I, I definitely meant that. Once you start apologizing for things that you said before you had more information, you've already canceled yourself out. That's why when I see celebrities say, you know what? I apologize for something I said in 2012. You know, I, I, I didn't have like, no. I said what I said. I didn't fucking know. And more importantly, if you're mad about something I said then, like you would be more mad at the fact that I deleted the shit after you called me out for. Because there are people who do that mm-hmm. shit. You know, they get called out for a tweet that they put out five or six years ago, and what they do is they delete it. But I'm like, they already screenshot that shit. Like mm-hmm. it's already there. So just leave that shit up. Because nine out of ten, whenever that shit's cool again for people to say, you can be sitting there like, well, damn, I should have never deleted that because that's how people feel now. Because a lot of people on social media, they have these high morals and they feel as though like, you know, they have the answers for everything and they don't like, they will literally tell you some shit that you knew for a fact did not exist years ago. Like, you know, yeah. obviously like, I'm not going to get into that. Actually, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> I was about to take it there because there's a lot of shit I know for a fact that I won't say it didn't exist, but I didn't know about it. And that doesn't make me ignorant for not knowing about it. It was just not as prevalent as it is right now. Like in five yeah, years, if some shit now that you don't know, Greg, that mm-hmm. you're gonna be like, "Damn, I know now." Ten years from now, are, are you supposed to apologize for what you said today? No, because that's what you thought was correct. That's what you thought was right. People will fucking penalize you for not knowing enough. Man. I'm, I'm going to give you a perfect scenario, and this this might give me some cover for what I was about to say. Um, remember, like, five or six years ago when people were doing the pizza wars and they were saying, hey, Domino's is the absolute worst pizza ever, and Papa John's is the best pizza. Hands That's down. There's no other pizza better than Papa John's. And I- then come came out to find out that, you know, Papa John's or PJ, whoever the fuck he is, his name they found out that he was racist and he doubled down on that shit. And all of a sudden people were like, well, cancel Papa John's. And then after people started canceling Papa John's, people were like, you know what? Well, Papa John's, they, they're giving out pizzas for $5. So why the fuck not? Like y'all still <laughs> eating that fucking Papa John's though. But listen, okay. Give me, oh, I don't know why the fuck you eating this pizza. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? And why the fuck is little Caesar's pizza still pumping pizzas? Yo, Little Caesars and Arby's, I'm telling you, they're drug fronts. They are That's absolute crazy. drug fronts. That shit is nasty. And people be Every going time. there just because it's $5. And CC's Pizza, who the fuck in a pandemic is still eating at CC's Pizza? I didn't even know. C- I didn't know they were still with us, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> when, when, whenever I hear people say, like, whenever I see a Little Yo. Caesars commercial, I only think, I would rather eat the pizza at Costco than eat Little Caesars pizza. Mm-hmm. It, Little Caesars just reminds me of like a pizza that you see at like 7-Eleven and that shit's just been rotating on the circle all day and then somebody says, you know what? That actually might be good. I'm gonna pick it up. That's what Little Caesar is to me. Now, I'm saying this because I have been that drunk person who has decided, you know what? I'm gonna go to 7-Eleven and I'm gonna get the two slices for $2. No! I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was that person until, shout out to Q, he told me, he was like, hey, um, you might not want to eat out of 7-Eleven because they don't clean. And more importantly, where can they clean? Ever since then, I said, you know what? I'm done. So I have never eaten out of 7-Eleven other than their drinks. I still go get beverages from there, though. So I, I, w- I wanted to play a game with you, um, if, okay. if you don't. Um, we're going to call this. Can you play this... these voicemails first before we start? Uh, sure, sure. Okay. 
What's that? I think some people look better when they get certain things done, but the majority just aren't satisfied and they keep making their nose smaller and smaller and their lips bigger and bigger. And then they start looking crazy like Aubrey O'Day. Mm. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Putting social media aside for a second. Do you think a seal is between a fish and a dog? Oh, yes. wow. <laughs> I mean, just don't share relationship shit that is supposed to be discussed at home. Like, if you want to share the good side, I'm okay because honestly, that's what social media is for. Just share the good side, some some positive shit and things like that. But I don't care if you don't you don't trust niggas because I don't yep. trust them either. But we already know that. Yep. I stopped putting my relationship shit on my Facebook years ago when my ex would come on there and be like, why are you still on the computer? Nigga, why you ain't making records to make some money, nigga? Uh-oh. Uh hey, low-key, I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what's more entertaining? Like, I heard Shane say she don't like, you know, uncles and aunties and shit like that on Facebook. You want to know why? Because all of our elders take them dumb ass them dumb ass headshot pictures where they looking at the camera trying to figure out the camera <laughs> and then they take the picture and they decide to post that motherfucking picture. <laughs> God okay. damn. And then they always be the weird one that say some shit like, hey, Greg, how you doing today? Like, nobody... My mom doesn't know the difference between going in someone's inbox and messaging them or going on their page and messaging them. So exactly. she'll be like, Call me. Here's my number. And the whole fucking world sees my mom's number. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't follow her on Facebook because she does not agree with technology. And then on top of that, when I um, Google call my mom on Duo because she's still droid, um, I check up on her forehead, not her face, because she doesn't know how to pull down the fucking phone so I can see her whole face parts. Oh, yeah. My mom is that way also. My grandmother, too. But my mother... She she wears glasses when she wants to. She wants to be the cute person with glasses and shit. But what she okay. does is she, she does this weird thing where she takes off the glasses when she's on FaceTime to see, and then she'll go and squint. It's like, wait, what the fuck was the point of the glasses then, Ma? You have the glasses. Why? She she does it, and my wife and I, we laugh at her every single time she does it because it's so ridiculous. You have the glasses to help you see, and you will purposely go and squint. So is it your eyes or is it the glasses that are fucking you up? Because when you take off glasses, you shouldn't just literally look like you just like turn the lights on in the middle of the night. Her every single time. I believe that old people see through their nostrils in old age, not their eyeballs. See? Ah, mm -mm -mm. uh, you got a chuck. Pineapple pizza is not that bad. It's actually good. We're not going to do that type of slander, especially for somebody that stayed in the area of someone putting raisins in their goddamn macaroni and cheese. We're not going to do yeah. that, Greg. Hey, hey, that. hey, 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 hold on. No, no. Mm -mm. I got to answer this. I didn't stay anywhere where someone made macaroni and cheese with raisins it's called an office potluck i don't go and eat at the office potlucks i will contribute because i don't want to be that person who like well that black guy just didn't bring any food yeah because it happens but i will go and sit in there i'll usually go and eat my lunch beforehand that way i can lie and say i'm full because i actually am uh, but i'll see people eating food and stuff like that i just don't want to go and grab a spoon that 40 other people touch to eat food that we don't trust somebody had just made 
because I've seen and heard the horror stories. And I think I told you off air about that old coworker of mine who had a habit of like sniffing food that was catered before he would actually pick it up. So mm-hmm. for me, potlucks are just not the wave. But what's that next voicemail? Pineapples, pineapples on pizza. It just describes how freaky some people get in the bedroom. Cause niggas is different. You better get familiar. See, see, and then I guess I'm pineapples on pizza, honey. That's why Baylor be wanting midget porn. He's like, when you come out to LA, just make sure you bring that midget porn because see, what happens is he, he likes that. He, he calls it baby pull ups. He says he likes baby pull ups. I was like, hey, if, I was like, hey, you you go ahead and you you do your thing. So baby pull-ups and pineapple pizza. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. I- when I was a kid, I hated pineapple and pizza so much, but something switched as an adult. And I only like it if it has ham and bacon, which I know is like overkill on pork, but I think the bacon is a little bit more salty, and so it balances out the sweetness of the pineapple. Mm. But... I don't like it unless the pineapple is kind of overcooked almost. So it's like a little dried out, if that makes sense. Um, But the flavor combination is excellent. She like that sweet pig. See, you you chill out. (laughs) No, girl, you can't say broccoli or avocado don't belong on pizza and then turn around and say cauliflower is okay. Can't do that. That's racist. What's going on, Justine? How are you? In my opinion, the um the cons of social media is young people being influenced by dumb crap. Yeah, that's absolutely. That don't mean I don't like the top quality because that that Costco pizza is fire. Yeah, it is. It is. Listen, it is pretty good. Baylor can't. Baylor don't count on what he will do if he's hungry because Baylor is damn near always on the edible. Okay, always he's like my edible um, father king. So um, that don't count. But as long as the pizza is not looking like Walmart's. Um, pizza section where it looks like take me to the king and everything <laughs> is like dried out i'm just like who's eating this shit but um i mean do what you do eat what you eat you know what i'm saying social media is most definitely a pro because without Pornhub, i wouldn't be able to live <laughs> oh my god that is so true you cannot eat out of 7-eleven that is so dirty i don't know i stopped eating out of there ever since i seen a mouse so it's like uh no and then it's like where do they prepare the food? it's no Mm-mm. all right now I'm, I'm gonna say this um for me i have a personal vendetta not a vendetta but i just have like a personal like preference i don't eat out of places that i can't see the back of and people give me hell for this so yeah like the reason why is because i went to a carryout once and the carryout i was like i went and got my food and mm-hmm. as i left out there was like no alleyway or anything like that right so i'm standing outside and i was like you know i got my egg roll i'm just go ahead and just eat this you know because i was hungry at that point the yeah. lady, since there was no back of the restaurant, what she did was she came out the front door with the shit and she's cleaning it 
in front of like in front of all of us and it was like wait there's no kitchen back there that you could just go and just like you know scrape stuff off and just like wash the dishes and stuff like that she was like oh no you know there's no trash can there because there's no like driveway or anything like that no alleyway so she's like we have to do it in the front i was like you know what I'll, I'll never do it again. And then people were telling me that, you know, the whole stories of they kill cats. And I'm just talking about just like any food place, not Chinese restaurants, anything like that. But ever since then, I've always said I will never eat out of a place that I can't see the back of. Um, that includes the mall. Like I will occasionally go and get like from like a reputable place, but I'm not going and getting like the little toothpick things and eating the food that comes from there. Absolutely fucking not. Mm. Anybody at parties or any gatherings having fondue, y'all just want to die. Oh, Go yeah. Pick, no. Because you ask it. Yeah, that shit. Who does that? Like, I don't mind fondue. And, and like, what, um, we went to a wedding. They had, like, a cheese fountain. That was all right. Oh. You, you've never had a cheese fountain before? Mm-mm. The, the nacho cheese fountain that shit is I don't like delicious like that. everybody's like ooh queso I'm just like uh wait till salsa no no but I'm, I'm telling you like if you've never experienced like you know a cheese fountain that's good fondue I just I, I can't get with I feel like it, it looks like doo-doo butter and n- nobody should deal with doo-doo butter so just don't eat fondue um, and who the fuck hot cheese what, what is wrong with hot cheese when you go to the movies I like, like it there's, I would much rather eat hot cheese than eat warm chocolate like that is in the form of shit. Cheese all over your body. She, she, if my wife say, you know what, I'm going to put some <laughs> hot nacho cheese up on you and I'm going to lick it off. I'm going to say, you know what, when we go into the movies, tonight, either we go into the movies or we make it a movie. And I, it's, maybe it's because I like nachos. So I like nachos. I like nacho cheese. When I go to the movies, I get nachos. I don't go and get like popcorn. So like warm cheese is fine for me i'm completely cool with that i have an alcohol in my bag see oh no when i go to the movies like now i go in my pajamas and shit like that because well, when i used to go to the movies um and we had the amc award thing so we could just go and get free popcorn every time we went which was cool or we can get nachos so i got that wet butter like who the fuck put these wet butters in in my fucking popcorn well here's the thing i I like the wet butter. I don't like that uh, the butter that they have that you can just, like drizzle at the top. The reason yeah. why is because it never hits the middle of the bag and the bottom of the bag. It's just always at the top. And I don't want 15 like kernels of popcorn that are just like extra fucking salty. I need the entire right. bag to taste like salt and cheese. When new now, when new people start sucking Wayne, they never you know hit, the, hit the top. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, come on. We all know a lot of men do that, too. Not just old yeah. people. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, that's true. that's true. But why wouldn't your mama already... Why wouldn't you already have your mama number? Why would she have to get on Facebook to for you to get her number? What is he talking about? Because my mom changes her number frequently. Like, my mom feels like if she gets a new phone, she has to get a new number. She doesn't know that that shit transfers. That's how yeah. disconnected she is from technology. Yo, Baylor, if you're listening to this, or you a flyer, Jeff Flyer, or a football on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey. 
<laughs> is that his daughter? Who is I that? Oh, I am not a fan of midget porn, and I am not opposed of it. Now you bring them goddamn midgets with the pizza with the pineapples on it. <laughs> Say that three times real fast. <laughs> midget pizzas with pineapples on it. Oh, my goodness. Social media is most definitely a pro. Because without Pornhub. Sir! Social media. Well, first of all, my fault. How y'all doing? Hope everybody having a good night. Um, is social media a pro or a con? See, I think it's both. Real talk, because it really depends how you using it. You know what I'm saying? So, if you using it for a positive to build your your business or just communicate with people, then that could definitely be a pro. But you might get sidetracked. Might get into some, you know. Some, some situations you're not trying to be in, so that could be a con for sure. And you might see, you know, especially for kids, um, I don't think it's good for them to always be seeing something negative. Oh, wait, it's, they're always seeing something they, they striving to be, but it could be something negative. So that's, it could be both sides of the coin, you feel right. me? So that's how I feel. And this is why kids are fucking entitled because when we were kids, we actually had to go up in the higher channels and look at the rice grains for body parts. Now the kids just got to Google that shit. My mom won't tell me about dicks. Google that shit. My mom won't let me use a cell phone. I'm going to use my friend's cell phone at school. Like, damn, can I parent in peace? Well, here's the thing. Like, you and I talked about this privately as well. When it came to, like, you know, us versus kids, I know we always say, you know what, in our generation, and we hated it when our parents did it, but our technology and things that we did isn't that far removed from this, like, this era or this generation. So no. when I've heard, like, my young co- like my younger cousin tell me that people don't use calculators and he didn't know what a TI-83 was, it actually scarred me for life because... That was our iPhone in high school. Like, if you wanted to send a text message, you sent, you know, either, what was it, uh, hello upside down on a calculator, or you went, oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or you had uh, Mike Tyson punch out, and, like, you could send text through yeah. your TI-83, and then you would send it to one of your friends, and then, you know, you'd be in the middle of English class passing around a fucking calculator. That I remember those days. I even remember having to deal with like the QWERTY keyboard when you had like Snake and all that stuff. So yeah. now being able to imagine right now, I would right now there should be 15 valedictorians for every single student graduating class. The reason why is because all the fucking answers are there. I downloaded an app last night mm-hmm. that honestly, all I have to do is write out the math equation and no matter how I write it down, it gives me the right answer. Oh, yeah. So wait a minute. And then there's a, there's a website when I was in college. It was a website where you put in the equation. It'll do the whole breakdown for you. So you can even make yourself look like you did the problem correctly and you broke it down. It's crazy. Like, the kids today are stupid. If you gave kids today a fucking dictionary and be, and be like, say a word. Now, find in the dictionary. Be like, but you ain't tell me what page is on. Man. Listen to me. Now, me, when I was when I was in school, I did reduce lunch and my mom, she she had money. You know, my dad had money. My stepfather had money. The issue is reduced lunch. Just, you know, it was for us to just know, like, hey, it was reduced. And we hit the cap where it's like, are you know, you can still get this. So we got it. Now I have my goddaughter. Like I found out today that she used to get when she was going to school at this point. She would just order herself Uber Eats to her school because her mom decided, you know, if she doesn't want to eat the school food, she can just have Uber Eats if she wants. Here's the nope. thing. 
Uber Eats, you can't get anything for less than $17 on there. By the time you order a Big Mac and fries, that shit comes up to like $23. Mm. But there are kids out here now that are that privileged that their school not only lets them get delivered food, they're doing that shit. Like, man, I, I wish. I never had food delivered and I never wanted to eat um, school lunch. I lived off of the vending machine and vending mm-hmm. machine. And if they had like pizza bread, I don't know if they had that at your school, but mm-hmm. oh, we did. I would sometimes because I'm like Oprah. I like bread, but I ain't got Oprah bread. Oh, that, that's why Checkers is and always will be my favorite French fries because I ate them every day for lunch at school and we mm-hmm. knew for a fact that they were the exact same fries. So it was like, you know what? I'll eat that. We had a Bojangles up the street and I actually, I love Bojangles as well, but not as much as I like Checkers. Oh, so Jangles, motherfucking um, biscuits with honey. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Man. I think that a pro of social media is being able to connect in a way that you couldn't connect otherwise, especially for people with social anxiety issues, and also just the kind of education that you can create on the internet that we wouldn't be able to spread just by word of mouth. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. My edible kicked in like probably about five minutes ago. So it's just now like my plane just now taking off and I'm going up to going up to the site. So I will be uh, partaking in the music slash whoever is having a Zoom party slash whoever is going to be on stereo festivities because I'm taking off. I'm on the runway right now and this shit feels phenomenal. I'm in traffic and it looks stupid, but the colors are so bright. (laughs) Listen, after this, I think I'm going to partake, so I might be with you. So, oh my god, y'all talk all y'all want about that 7-Eleven, but shoot, <laughs> I be ten nachos up. I used to eat the nachos until like they could never fix the chili and the cheese. And Seven Eleven's so nasty now that they don't clean the ch- uh, the chili cheese thing, so it's just like always dry ass chili and dry ass cheese just hanging there. And I don't want to touch that, so I just I just no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know. Did anybody ever try Movie Pass? That did oh, not last long. Oh yeah, so I'll, I'll touch on this really briefly. So Movie okay. Pass, my wife and I, we tried it. Um, the first time we tried it. She got in. I didn't because it was basically telling us that we couldn't have two movie passes. So there was that. Um, And then like two weeks later, we were like, we're going to go see another movie. And the price kept going up. So we're like, you know what? We're not going to go see any movies for a while until movie pass moves this thing up. Three weeks later, movie pass completely just canceled our subscription. We were like, wait, like how? And they ended up going through bankruptcy. And then we said, we're going to cancel it. So we canceled it. And then they sent us an email saying, hey, if you want to come back, you can come back and it'll still be like $20 a month. We're like, okay, $20 a month to see unlimited movies? Sure. We did that. Three days later, they canceled it completely. So I said, you know what? Never Mm -hmm. again. So MoviePass was the, that was the start of the demise of going to movie theaters. That and the Amazon Fire Stick. Mm. I'm with Shan though I don't like my shit super like packed on the pizza but I love extra sauce though like I'm a saucy type of nigga man if anything (laughs) that shit gotta be saucy but again like she said I don't want a tomato bread that shit gotta be saucy though like I don't want I don't want like that New York style pizza like it seemed like they just dropped 
like teardrops of tomato uh, sauce on it, marinara, whatever that shit is. And then they just pile that shit with like cheese and. You know what I used to kill in um, New York? They they had like hella dollar pizza spots in Brooklyn. I used to kill the white cheese pizza with the slight bubble. Bitch. That shit be so good. And in some places here in Atlanta, like if you go to Grand Central Pizza, they have mm-hmm. bomb. They call their white cheese pizza their version of breadsticks, and it's delicious. Mm. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I see where y'all going with that. Like, kids have access to more shit now, which is scary. Like, back in the day, we had to go on a hunt for our porn. Like, yeah. and, and usually it was like our older brother, uncle, or some shit like that who had the tape stashed away. But now these niggas is a Google click away from, you know, some some of the popular porn sites that Greg taught me about. But, like, back in the day, you at least had to, like, accidentally pop into those shits. And then after we started finding them, that's when we started looking at, we started looking for for them, like in weird places in the house, like you'll find those shit playing high go seek or high go get it. <laughs> like, oh, look at this amazing Asians. <laughs> we had pizza delivered, but a bunch of people would split a pizza so they would each pay a dollar or two. Yeah, that's how it was for us. Um, Domino's used to come to our school and they would have like dollar slices, or you can get the entire box of pizza for I think it was seven bucks. The issue is. Everybody only came to school with like a five dollar bill or like a couple ones or some shit like that. So what happened was we would go and like collaborate. We say you only wanted two slices, so just give me that you know two dollars and you can have like three slices of pizza because it came with like eight. And you would just take the rest of the box home. Um, I never made it home because I would always end up sharing with somebody on the bus or something like that. But mm. yeah. Mm. Breaking the Xbox so you can watch the L word twenty times in a row because there's one one minute sex scene in that episode. Oh my god, man! Listen, like I've never. No, I I used to watch a lot of like shit that I had no business watching. So I used to my my older brother he had like a trash bag full of like porn, like just VHS tapes, right? And these are the the be kind rewind because we used to have a like a place that you can go and get like VHSs for like seven to eight dollars. And I couldn't buy them at the time. So I was like, you know what? I'll just watch his. The issue was he caught on to it. So what he would do is he wouldn't be kind and rewind it to the beginning. He would go and purposely leave it at like a certain point that he knew, but it was always one of the most disgusting, like the non fucking porn. It was like, wait a minute, like that. I think that's why I hate certain porns. Like it, it's my brother's fault. So shout out to him. Shout out to Alan. Like I, I love you dearly, but yeah. Your porn selection is absolute trash. Mm. We got this burger place out here, a couple of them, and uh, it's called Fat Sal's. One of them dresses dresses up like McDowell's uh, for Halloween every other year, some shit like that. But they got this Western burger, and it has chicken strips, um, onion rings, and it was something else. That shit fired in a motherfucker. Like you could just take that shit apart and just eat it itself. It like it's like three meals put together. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, what's this game that you wanted to play? Oh boy! All right, so this this game we're gonna call it Mark Tom or Jack. Oh shit! Okay, or, or actually, we'll just make it simple: Tom, Jack, or Mark. Okay, mm-hmm. so Tom is obviously the owner of MySpace. Jack is the owner and creator of 
Twitter and Mark is Zuckerberg from Facebook, right? So I'm going to ask you questions and I want you and the audience, the listeners that are listening live to tell me who is this person or like, you know, which one do you think would be the person to do this, right? And you can even ask your own for the listeners as well. So number one, who is probably the coolest person to drink with? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Jack. Mm, I said the same thing. I think Jack would definitely be somebody that I wanted to drink with. Um, who is probably the nastiest, Tom, Jack, or Mark? Uh, Mark. Mark, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think Mark Zuckerberg definitely likes to get shit on. I, I definitely think that he always, he's, even, and he always likes to come off like this um, goody boy in like the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. Mark definitely likes pee play. He he he's uh, he's a nasty individual. You can tell. Uh oh. See, I, I shouldn't have played this question because now we got these goddamn voicemails. Go ahead and just play the voicemails. That way we can <laughs> just go to the next one. I have a question. You son, you need to go to bed. Mark Zuckerberg definitely has some disgusting kinks. He probably <laughs> watches alien porn or alien midget porn. Yeah. yeah. Let me see. Uh, what, what was my next question? Who probably hits on people on their own app? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Mm, Jack. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because, listen, on Twitter, everything goes at a certain point. And then when it starts getting outlandish and everybody's getting your your punani all over their feed, then that's when you're like, okay, we have to take this down. It's been enough time. <laughs> okay. I feel like all right, next question. Who eats pineapple on their pizza? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Jack. Mmm. Mmm. I feel like Jack, Jack has seen enough kinks on Twitter on his feed and stuff. And Tom is too much of a square. He don't care what, about what's going on in the world. He just want to have a normal life. Normal white boy life. Um, and then um, Mark, he's just like blah. He comes off to me very blah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Let me see. Our, our next question is actually, no, we got a voicemail. Let's play that one first. I say Tom because no matter what, Tom is always your friend. And he probably end up sliding in your DMs. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my next question is who will definitely sell you out to the highest bidder? Mark. Mm. Okay. I agree. I definitely think Mark will definitely just sell you out. Um, who probably buys midget porn from Baylor? Mark. You know for a fact that Baylor sells midget porn to Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, yes, Baylor, I did not mean to agree with this, but I just wanted to answer the question. But it's, you know it's true, though. You know for a fact it's true. Um, next question. Who has a tattoo of their app on their body? Mm, I think Tom, because he was really about that MySpace Mm. Yeah, he, he still does MySpace too, doesn't he? he he's like, you know what? This going to go off. Let me see this thing. MySpace.com. Yeah. 
Let, yeah, let me know. We're gonna, let's play one voicemail. Is let me see. I'm gonna play this one voicemail though. That's obviously Mark. Like that's not even a question. Okay. All right. So, so my next question. This is a good one. Who voted for Trump in this year's election? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Mark. Mark. Okay. Mark didn't okay. even know how many um, minorities he had working for his company in the courtroom. Like, sir, who the fuck is in charge of you looking like you smart? Because they are, they need to be fired today. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Who eats with their fingers? Tom, Jack, or Mark? I mean, is he eating pussy? See, what? You know what? Because you can't no. use your fingers. Is it wings? Mm -mm. Is, it, is it pizza? Mm -mm -mm. Is he eating um, Ethiopian food? Mm -mm -mm. See, something, something is really wrong with you. Something is really say, wrong with you. I would say, um, Mark. Yeah, I, damn, we really don't like Mark Zuckerberg. We really hate no, him. No, we don't. He, he's giving my family access to my page. No, we don't. Okay, yeah. So let me see. My, my next question was, who of these three enjoyed the last season of Game of Thrones? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Fuck that last season of Game of Thrones. That shit was dumb as fuck. Them writers yes, are so sloppy. Yes, they were. But you got to pick, though. I don't want to. Um, maybe um, Tom. Tom, yeah, I agree. I, I think Tom is... Honestly, why does it seem like Jack is the coolest one? Um, let me see. So many people, and he's he's pro these um, women getting off on their um, OnlyFans on the page and promote themselves, and I like that. He ain't getting in the way of those getting their money. Okay. Let me see. We, we got a couple of voicemails. I'm going to let you play those first. Tom definitely has a tattoo on his body. And see? see? We the same person. Mm -hmm. All of them voted for Trump because it helps them keep their money and make Ooh. more money. Ooh, that was a trick question. Okay. Mark is an alien. There's no way that eating his fingers would fit into the trying to act humanoid. Mm. Okay. Mm, okay. So let me see. My, oh, we got another voicemail already. Let's do it. I love Trump. I don't like Biden. I love Trump. I'm, I'm going to miss Trump. Mm. Trump, my best friend. Wow. Is that because he's honest no matter if he's wrong? He's just honest and wrong? Is that because um, he doesn't hide his um, disgusting ways? Is that it? Because I will say, okay, I respect somebody that's not trying to hide who they truly are on that note. But other than that, he ain't grabbing me by the pussy. Exactly. Um, uh, oh, this is, this is a good one. Who is Chan? I'm sorry, I keep saying Chan. God damn it. Who is Shan most likely to hook up with Tom, Tom. Jack, or Mark? Jack. Because I need him <laughs> to on the feed. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe I want one of Jack jacked off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom, Jack, or Mark? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Let's see. What, what else we got? Um, 
Who still has an iPhone 6? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Tom, because he on the weekends, he likes to go to the woods. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got three voicemails. Who it is? Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Trump, my best friend. I'm gonna ask y'all this: Have y'all ever had a friend that gave y'all twelve hundred dollars, and so you can get you a car and food and clothes? I love Trump. You so he's your favorite because he gave you twelve hundred dollars that you couldn't. That's not- you couldn't spread that shit over the six months. <laughs> oh my God. Your, your <sighs> low. Exactly. He's too stupid to try hide to who he truly is. That's the only reason. Exactly. Exactly. Let me see. What else do we have? Okay. Here's one because my wife forced me to watch two episodes. Who would win The Bachelor? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Jack. But this is what I don't like about some fucking shows. How you gonna arrest people for prostituting in the U.S.? How you gonna put people on blast for selling their bodies and um you know suggesting sex favors and you gotta have a show like the bachelor or the bachelorette on tv and have my mom glued to the motherfucking screen as if five kids in and fall out her pussy that's hoeing you're pro- you're you're agreeing for people to hoe with numerous people lined up every fucking week to see who wins at the end so you're saying the United States does not want anybody to make a profit off of hoeing themselves unless they can get a cut. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. I absolutely love trash TV, but mm. The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are not trash TV. If you want to see trash TV, watch Married at First Sight and Life After Lockup. I swear to God, it is prob- it is, it's easily top 10 in the greatest TV you will ever watch on planet Earth. Um, my wife and I, we watch Life After Lockup, and every week that we watch it, I end up just talking to the TV as if they can hear me saying, like, this is stupid. Not only is it stupid, like, they, they fall in love with these criminals, and even if they, you know, are criminals and they're out and they're free and stuff like that, they just do purposely dumb things. One girl had, like, an addiction to, like, cocaine or something like that. So, <laughs> dude was feeding her cocaine. And I'm just, this is just a bad show, but please go watch it because. What'd you say? This is on regular ass TV. Yes, this is on, I want to say, is it HGTV? Wow. It's on the, no, it's on the Wii channel. Now notice the Wii channel. I don't know what the fuck the Wii stands for, but we be watching that shit. So (laughs) (laughs) we be watching watching it. Um, Let me see. What what was my next question? Um, Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Who would end up buying the stereo app? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Mm, probably um, Mark because I feel like Mark knows that um, Facebook is dying. He's always latching on to what knew he could add to it. Mm-hmm. You know he wanted to buy TikTok so bad. So bad. Um, we're gonna talk about TikTok because we're still talking social media. We're gonna get back to the pros and then we're gonna talk about like the best. I'm still stuff trying like to get into my motherfucking MySpace so I can see what that thing look like. No, wait, wait, don't do that. Don't go sign into your MySpace because then your last login is gonna change. You wanted to say 2011. You want to go back like forever and just not have to log in. That's the whole point of not 
logging into my what? you want yeah like why would you want to have your last login be in 2020 it's the apocalypse year just leave it where it was just don't sign in I just want cre- to no create another account and then go and look oh, you at want your me to profile visit myself? yeah go visit yourself that Great. way you can say this is what I was claim of myself okay yeah I, I just want the best of my friends so there's that um but you, you, you said Mark would end up buying stereo, right? Yeah. Okay. So my next question is, th- this one, it, it's, you're not going to take this really well. Um, who would end up having a threesome with Elon Musk and a hole in a waterbed? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Mark. I said the same thing. Mark Zuckerberg would definitely fuck a pillow if he could. Elon Musk so, oh, standing up in like this um, catacomb of a device. Yeah, I'm, I'm still convinced like Elon Musk was like a cyborg because there's no fucking way. No one knew who he was seven years ago, seven, eight years ago. And now he's like the richest fucking person. He's so rich that he gave a woman, his ex-wife, half and then made it back in two months. That shit is insane to me. Um but you know the the most wealthiest people are people who the media would never knew know that they had that wealth. Nobody knows the wealthiest people on earth, and I don't feel like it's a mystery meat that he's who he is and he's coming to the light. I'm I'm just saying, Elon Musk might be an alien. He 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 might be the alien from the Independence Day movie that was looking at Will Smith and was like, "Wait, why are y'all up here?" Like I I think that that was Elon Musk. So. Just my ballpark figure of that, but you said that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg would end up having a threesome with a waterbed, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my, my last one, because th- this means so much to me, and you know I bring it up often. Who eats mac and cheese with raisins in it? Tom, Jack, or Mark? Tom. <laughs> now, why Tom, though? Tom is always trying to try something new. That, that he, is true. He ain't really going to pay to put it out. He's just like, okay, I have my time. Let me just watch these other boys fuck up their money. That That is true. Absolutely true. We, we got a, a lot of voicemails. You want to play those? Yes, See where we at in America? He best <laughs> friends with Trump because Trump gave him $1,200. Right. <sighs> where the rest of that nigga friends at? Right. <laughs> Oh my God, who's who's stupid? I'm not trying to hide who I am. I'll, if if I can go give Trump a hug on national television, I would. That's fine. And you gonna catch some shit too? I got a question for y'all. Why do black people call Donald Trump racist, or why why don't black people like Trump at all? I want to know the reason, uh-huh. the, the, the true reason, not something that you heard somebody else say. Your own personal reason. Okay, here we go. I'm going to say this. I'm going to only say this one time. Like, I, I, I already know the answers, and he's trying to create our topic tonight. Of course, but I, I'm going to appease him for one slight moment. The reason why I hate Donald Trump is because he gave Macaulay Culkin the wrong directions in Home Alone 2. That, that is where it starts for me. He pointed him in the direction that he didn't need to go, and that's why he ended up getting caught by the burglars. So, fuck Donald Trump for... Honestly, 
putting Macaulay Culkin in danger because Macaulay Culkin is the only child that a burglar for some unknown reason just didn't kill the kid. They say, you know what? We're going to let him set booby traps for two fucking movies. So, yes, Donald Trump, that is why I don't like you. You set up Macaulay Culkin, you and his parents. Both of y'all ain't shit. So that's why he didn't get my vote. We're doing it for Macaulay. Okay, I'll take that answer. If you want to see trash TV, watch uh, Catfish. Oh, oh. people catfish in 2020 is beyond me. It's a, why was there ever a catfish? Because every time I saw catfish, it was like, okay, like I, I follow this person on social media, or we were on an online dating site, and we fell in love after talking for a week. And it's like, okay, great. But that person lives in like South Bumfuck, Montana. And every time that Neve and the other guy would go to drive to this place, it was always like a dirt road. And then they go down this long ass driveway, they get to the house and then the person comes out and you can just tell because they would pan and they would only show their legs. They would never show their upper body. And this isn't to fat shame anybody. All I'm gonna say is every time they did that, you knew that they were fat. So they would go, and the commercial break would come up and the person, whenever they asked them, why would you catfish someone? Why would you tell them that you're not who you say they are? And it would either be one of two things. They would have like, you know, a mental like, you know, disorder or they would say, you know what? I, I, I was beat up and I was bullied or something like that. Or it was the person that was completely contrarian and said, you know what? I just don't like fucking people. I, I just I wanted to troll them because, you know what? I can do it. It's the Internet. That is why catfish exist. Um, honestly, there are a lot of catfishes out here right now. Think about it. Kim Kardashian is a catfish. We have not seen her real face since like 2008. She is definitely not the same person. Um, who else is a catfish? Our, our current president. He is not a real person. He's a catfish. Uh, who, who else is a catfish? Um, shit, I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying to think of some people. Give me some time. We got some voicemails. Let me get those voicemails and I'll think of some more people who are catfish. That kind of wealth is just disgusting. Like, that versus the measly 1200 that's supposed to last over six months. Mm -mm, absolutely. Hey, what's good? It's Crystal here. Um, I wanted to say, answer the question. It says, is social media a pro or con? I think it depends on the individual um, who's getting on this, the platform. You know, if you're getting on the platform and you have low self-esteem uh, self and you are influenced by social media presence of other people, then yeah, it could be a con because you're basically doing what social media is putting out there. You're trying to dress a certain way, you're trying to act a certain way, you're trying to fake it till you make it type of thing. But if you're using social media as a business platform, um, engaging and connecting with customers and clients and building a brand, then that's different. I think that's a pro. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, my pros, we didn't do my pros. My pros are, I like yep. the fact Social media lets us connect. I like mm -hmm. I like the fact that it lets me explore places. Um, it's fast learning. I can grow my money. I have like five different websites, three different podcasts. I found you through social media. I found so many other podcasters through social media. I don't physically have to go to my family members' dirty ass houses. I can just see them on FaceTime. Um, I like the fact that it gives you more at home opportunities to do. Mm -hmm. 
that you actually want to do. Um, you get to see more places for motivation to get on your goddamn business. Um, talking to new people and seeing them in real life, it just, it cuts out like the bullshit. Like, I don't have to meet somebody at the store uh, today and be like, oh, they was cool in person and then find out five weeks from them that they ain't shit. I can exactly. figure out that that's it through social media over a period of time and save my time. Um, I get to meet creative people. It gives you um, a need to do something outside of yourself. Um, It checks your reality because you might be living in a small town or a big ass city and thinking that's like the bees needs to life. And then you see some other shit and be like, damn. So you can park in front of your house and not have to pay out the asshole. Shit. So you can have a backyard and not have to pay $3,000 a month for an apartment. And your kids could actually have a childlike uh, life. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm a move. Like, you would never know that unless you physically went to these places. And it saves you fucking time. I feel like the only people who are finding cons in social media are the people who haven't found how to like work the fucking apps. Every app ain't for you, but find the apps that are for you. Um, If I'm spending four hours on my phone, I guarantee you within those four hours, I'm making money either from my website or my books, or Mm -hmm. I'm talking to somebody that's going to put me in a better money making opportunity, or I'm publishing shows for my podcast. I'm not sitting on uh, the fucking phone looking at um, gossip. I'm not looking at the shade room. I could give a fuck about that. I don't know half of these rappers. I don't know who they're fucking. I don't care about who they're fucking. I'm not focused on nobody else's body. Like whoever, whatever your mindset is in life and reality, you just exactly. shift that shit onto social media. And if you want to be on there wasting your time, then that's you. I'm not on here wasting yeah. my time. Exactly. Um, I have some pros too. Um, and obviously, we got to go to the voicemails. But do you want to do those before or after my cons? Let me do them. I got like. What do your pros? All right, you got that one off. I give you that. All right, I'm gonna leave that conversation alone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, my friend. See, there you go talking about Donald Trump again. Why you can't leave him out of it, man? Yeah, hey, I can't leave him out if you don't bring him. Listen. I think what they need to do is make sure that. All women don't have access to social media. Oh, oh, that's spicy. That's all spicy. All dicks don't need to be seen. Be good. Hey, this comment is for the lady. I bet any amount of money that you fucking great. I bet any amount of money right now. Um, how much money you want, Greg? Man, what? Give me uh, eighty nine thousand hundred mil. No, what is it? Um, actually, just give me all the money you got in your pocket. It ain't much, but just give it to me. Okay, just, just go ahead and give it to me. Take that twelve thousand that 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 twelve hundred that your friend um T Man gave you that you love him mm-hmm. for, right? And add my uh my loans on top of that. Pay for that too. So just give me like. Mm-hmm. My loans and then some, let's say, uh, 120K. Give me that. And then I would like to have like a house um, where I don't have to have a big mortgage. So we're going to add that on. So add 400K onto that. That's how much money you're going to have to pay me. Because I have never seen 
Greg in the physical. I have never met him. Definitely not fucking. Greg is happily married with his wife. They have a beautiful baby. And um, I'm over here. Uh, My pussy hasn't been seen by man dick in a year. So I'm chilling. So therefore, you are incorrect. I need all your money. Um, Yeah. Not only do I need all your money, I need you to honestly, the the $1,200 that you probably spent three days after you got it, um, I I need that. Um, I need all your pending transactions to fail in order to give me your overdraft fees. I need all that because not only are you loud, but you're definitely wrong, sir. In closing, we have another voicemail. I think social media is great. However, I believe that society isn't great at communication. And because of that, social media can be very bad. Um, We have normalized pretending and not being vulnerable. And because of that, our our interactions are shitty. So social media just increases those shitty interactions. So it depends on the individual interactions. And a lot of people just make money off of it. And I think you can get lost in consumerism too. Like if, if you're you know, a consumer, then I don't know if that's a healthy thing that you're just buying everything that they put in front of you because they're marketing it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree. Absolutely. You, you have to have willpower and everything. You have to have willpower in the things that are good for you. You have to have willpower in the things that aren't good for you. And if you don't have willpower and you don't have a fucking backbone, you're not, you're not about to get that shit on the internet. Like, my children will never be cyberbullied. You know why? Because I'm going to teach them how to log the fuck off. I'm going to teach yeah. them how to clap back. You need to teach your children how to clap back so people can shut the fuck up. Yeah. Absolutely. Ooh, someone's a little edgy boy looking for attention. <laughs> of course, of course. He, he, he took his he, he took his butt plug out and was like, you know what? Nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. I want to just talk and be controversial. It's okay. It's all right. I mean, hey, he got tw- he got it for twelve hundred dollars though, right? So next voicemail. So both of y'all gonna sit here and act like y'all ain't fucking. It- oh my God. Man, see, <laughs> to be honest, I. <laughs> The vulnerability of TikTok is something I haven't seen before on social media and why that has suddenly become my favorite social media. Yeah, I like social media that honestly, people can't talk too much on it. But at the same time, like I love stereo because people are talking, but they're talking about something. There's no distractions there. There's no, hey, look at me. It's more so I said what I said and I meant that shit. And the only way you can actually combat that is by leaving comments like you guys are doing, which we are very appreciative of. And as long as it's good content and it's good comments, then we will play them. If it's bullshit and fluff, like, you know, why, what did you do with your $1,200? Like, we're no longer entertaining that stupid stuff because you know what you're doing and nobody, just read the room, man. We're positive people talking positive shit and we want to talk to positive people. So j- just don't be a shithead, like, at the end of the day. So what's the next voicemail we got? Forget, forget everything that nerd just said. There's a guy in South America making pools out of mud and making money thanks to social media. He's probably make, making his society so much better because of that. Social media is the shit. No worries, no problems. Let me just dig in. Before we go to these four voicemails, I'm going to just give my pros really quick. So my number one pro of social media is not having to talk 
to family until I want to. Um, a lot of people, honestly, they don't know a lot of their family. Like me, I didn't know a lot of my family, but I knew like my immediate cousins and, you know, family members, aunts and uncles, but then they have their cousins and aunts and uncles. So social media and Facebook, that gave us the opportunity to connect with them. We also have things like 23andMe and Ancestry, but it started with Facebook. Like Facebook gives you the ability to say, you know what? I want to talk to my cousin, but I don't want to go to North Carolina to go visit them. Facebook is like that happy medium of I can be around you when I want to be around you. I can show you my life without you having to be interrupting what's going on in it. That's why I love social media. Number two, um, and this is a key one for me, remembering birthdays. Shout out to that shit. Um <laughs> I, I don't know half of my friends' birthdays, and Facebook has made it socially acceptable for me to say happy birthday two or three days late. I love that shit. Like being able to say, you know what, your birthday was on Tuesday, but hey, 40 other people said happy birthday today. I'm going to say it too, and you can't judge me because I said it late. I love that. That is definitely a pro. That's the one thing Facebook gets right. Um, I just wish that they would keep it out of my personal calendar because for some reason it it shows up. I don't know why. Um, I don't like this automatic syncing. Like right now, I'm on my Hotmail that I've had since high school, and it's mm-hmm. synced all my notes from my computer. I'm just like, who the fuck told you I wanted this shit in here? Exactly. Let me see. Wait, what was another pro? Um, social media is pretty much a time capsule for your life. Before this, we had like photo albums and word of mouth. Um, being able to like not have to deal with your things being destroyed your pictures being destroyed because they're like in a capsule that is instagram or you know things that you said on twitter they could be positive or negative like it's just how you word them like i know for a fact i've said things that were wrong but i know i've also done a lot of good so being able to say you know what i said that in 2012 that that was going to happen and in 2020 it comes to fruition it makes you feel better about yourself but more importantly like it, it was there and you have documentation of it um the connections obviously is a pro because I've met a lot of my closest friends. One of my best friends, Q, met him on social media, met him on Twitter, love him dearly. Honestly, he is a brother to me that was void of me having a brother, and I have two of them. So that's saying enough right there. Um, this one's important. Um, people skills and self-confidence. Um, how many people did you go to school with that wouldn't give you the time of day? They weren't friends with you, and they didn't speak a lick of like anything to you until they followed you on Facebook. I hear a lot of people say that, you know, one of their high school classmates that may have been a bully to them, they followed them on Facebook and apologized. That's a a good power uh, and a good pro to social media. You can actually come across people that you would have never spoken to a day in your life and they could Honestly, they can turn the corner. I've had friends that have told me on Facebook, you know what? We never spoke in high school. I don't understand why. And it's like, well, because it was high school. I had my friends. You had your friends. But it gives you the opportunity to actually speak to them. And you speak when you want to. And and you're not on a schedule. So that right there is very important. Um, Number five. You obviously are your own brand and business. I think a young lady had mentioned that in the uh, the voice notes earlier. You build your career off of social media. So just like we podcast, you can get out your thoughts on social media. And last, um, this is the most important one for me. Most important. Social media makes it so that history can't be changed. Um, That means the world to me. Um, Because everything. Yeah, it's, it's instant, but social media spreads info faster than any other forms, including the news, to the point where the news has to catch up and ask Twitter 
for references. I've seen this shit happen. You know, I've seen, you know, CNN and NBC and stuff like that. They'll go say things like, hey, can we use your tweet? Or, hey, you know, can we use your photos? Can we use your videos? Like, if it wasn't for social media, like, you know, the Eric Gardner situation, like, we would have never known. Um, we would have never known about a lot of the, you know, the negative, but a lot of the positive as well, because there's been documentation and it's not just a small community. You can't just send it to a friend and then it just ends up on MSNBC. Like mm. Twitter will make a trending tweet be a positive or negative thing, but it gets it out there. And that matters the most to me is that history can't be changed. When we look in 10, 15, 20 years from now, when we're saying, you know what, where do we get that information about, you know, uh, Breonna Taylor? We, we got it from social media. And not only did we know the truth about these things, Everybody knows it. And it's something that can't be changed because in 50 years, when your, you know, your grandkids are talking about it, they can say, you know what, we can pull up Twitter because, you know, Twitter's still going to be here in 50 years. And those tweets are still going to be there. Um, those people that are on Twitter, they might be a little bit older, but there's documents, there's videos, there's all that stuff. And it's important. That right there makes so, like social media, more importantly, like the people that are on social media, so important. And I, that's why I love it. That's pretty much why I love it. Mm. Good reasons, good reasons. Social media is in no way positive for the younger generation. We who have grown up already have, have kind of maybe lived a little bit before the internet. We can kind of get a grasp on it. But all these kids who had to grow up in the social media age, who their entire personality and existence is based on what others think about them on social media, that's absolutely not positive at all. That's a complete negative. And I think you need to look at that perspective before you talk about whether or not it's good or bad. Okay, I, I'll, I'll respond to this. So basically for me, when I say social media is a pro for not just adults, but for kids as well, their truths are in the things they see, not the things that they hear. So say, for example, you as, you know, a, a white man, a black man, whatever you are, you grew up with the ideals that your parents gave you. Like, if you live in a household that, you know, they say black people ain't shit and, you know, this, that and the third, that's what you know, because your parents taught you that. Here's the difference. If you have your classmates and you have people that you follow on Twitter and people that you have made a connection with that give you a perspective outside of that. There are people right now who live in Wisconsin. I've never been to Wisconsin, but I can tell you some about Wisconsin. Why? Because I follow some people who live in Wisconsin. That's why social media matters, man. Like to tell a kid, like, you know what, we're going to take the things that will actually enrich your future because you don't need it. You don't deserve it because it's bad. Here's what's bad. The people like you who are telling them that is bad. Like, is it bad because you're the person that's making it bad for them? You're giving them misinformation. And you're not giving them like the things to enrich their lives or, you know, giving them beneficial you know, information. Or you just saying, you know what? I don't want them to have it because it, it, it didn't work for me. Social media can work for you. It just can't be the social media where, you know, I'm just going to talk negative all day because there's a lot of pros to it. A lot. Yeah. I mean, it's all a tool at the end of the day. It's how you use it. It's some people blade. use it for good, some people use it for evil. Some people just in between. You just yeah. gotta make sure that it's not using you. Yeah. Suppose that. Yeah. One of my biggest uh or the best tools that I've that I've learned to use is just when people say things that you don't align with or that you don't think is true about yourself, I just reply sorry you feel that way because it reminds me that what they're saying about me is their feeling and it could be based off reality or could not be um and yeah that's that's just my like defense mechanism i've learned to keep that 
that phrase in my head sometimes so that it's just a thing for me and it's not to like shit on what they're saying myself. Sorry, you feel that way. Um, another way to say it is like, Oh, that's an interesting perspective. And yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Uh, first of all, it's a pro and a con. And second of all, what's up, Greg? What's up, Shan? What's up? Yo! <laughs> Yo, guys, uh, I'm shitting in the toilet right now. Yeah. Why are you It's interesting because I think social media is a pro and it could be beneficial to whatever it is you're trying to showcase and not always necessarily as a business but sometimes just you know showing the world or how you see things through your perception I think the biggest challenge or the con is social media has highlighted how needy we all are and how so many of us are broken in so many different areas and we need validation um, you see it from celebrities, you see it from, I mean, the current, well, the old president, um, to just young people. And I think it could be really dangerous for younger people when they haven't fully figured out who they are. And then you get on social media and you're trying to be everything to get attention but yourself. Mm. Now, when you put it like that, the guy who left that previous voicemail, if he would have versed it that way. Yes, mm-hmm. that perspective is perfect. And not to say that his wasn't perfect. I'm just saying the way he presented it is like, well, kids shouldn't have iPhones. They shouldn't have. I-. That's how I read it. It was like, oh, well, no. Like, why do kids need social media? It's like, well, why the fuck do they need a TV then? Because if they're not going to get it from social media, where's the next avenue? The TV. Yeah. So, and if they're not getting it from No, social you're media, not. Um, I'm not even going to hold you. Greg, you have never lied. Facebook is the ultimate birthday reminder. I usually can feel like somebody's birthday is coming up or damn, did I miss it? And for me to verify, I'll go log on to Facebook and then I'll see like, oh shit, today is somebody's birthday or it's tomorrow. Oh damn, it was yesterday. But (laughs) that is my place how I remember. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I don't believe social media is a problem. I believe that they abuse psychological aspects that some people are prone to, and others can, you know, control themselves. I don't know if anybody watched The Social Dilemma, but that's something that I was referring to. You watched that? Oh, yeah. um, You want to talk about that really briefly? I don't know why. Damn, because... Um, so the social, uh, the social dilemma was basically like, they said it was an experiment to just let people know exactly how social media works. And they used different like demographics. They mainly made it seem as though like we are being controlled through like the things that we click. And I've seen that. Like, have you ever been like just talking to your friends or you're talking on your couch or something and you say, you know what? I I want a new pair of shoes. And then you look on Instagram and they're literally telling you about shoes and the reason why is because obviously your phones are always listening we know these things i think that will smith's movie pretty much told us how things want to be 12 years ago but when it comes to the social dilemma they went and broke it down they said you know what there's so much engagement that you don't even 
realize. So there was a little like part of it where there was a guy who his parents told him, if you can take and put your phone down for a week, we will go and fix your broken like iPhone screen. And he agreed to it and he lasted for like two or three days, but he couldn't get rid of his phone. So he looked at his uh, phone one day that was sitting in the kitchen. And for some reason, the algorithms that were going into this little like skit showed him that his ex-girlfriend had gotten into a new relationship and it popped up on the lock screen on his phone. And truth be told, that's exactly what happens with our phones. Like I know for a fact that when I open up Instagram, if say, for example, I look at a photo of like a family friend and they post a photo of their baby and I like that photo of the baby. If I close the app and I open it back up, I'm going to see nothing but like photos of them or something like that. 10, you know, turn of the same coin. I can go and look at filth. I can go and look at like an Instagram model and I can like that photo. The next five photos I'm going to see on Instagram is nothing but, you know, Instagram models because obviously social media, they do have algorithms to make sure that you stay engaged, which I don't mind. Um, for me, I just, I know how to work. it. I know how to put the phone down if I need to. I just like my phone. So there's that. I just watched this man on Facebook say with koala. I'm on one. Oh my God, you do not want a koala. It really all depends on how you use it. I mean, if you add that digital aspect to real, authentic, face-to-face interactions, I think it it, 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 um, it augments your experience, you know, in the way you interact with others. But I feel like some people lean on it as a sole um, source of interaction information um you know news things like that and, and i think that's where it can it can kind of limit thoughts it's it's such a wide platform that it allows you know people that shouldn't have a voice to have a voice and everybody got the right to free speech but i feel like we got social media to thank for like flat earthers and shit like that's the con mad stupidity and, and a whole lot of uh extra traffic yeah. Um, for, for me, I'm, I'm going to just put it in like terms that I know of and how someone else explained it to me. They said we wouldn't have survived 2020 without social media. Someone will say, how? Well, what do you mean? I'm like, think about it. All the things that we know right now that have happened in 2020 is because of social media. We can't go outside and actually live those experiences and get those experiences any other way. Now, if you were to say, oh, well, you know, I watch the news every day. How many people can say outside of the like election and even with the election, the only reason we watched it is because we wanted to verify on our social medias that that shit was actually true. We would go on Twitter and say, hey, you saw what they said on CNN? That's not accurate. You saw what they said on Fox? That's not accurate. Um, whatever the president said on Twitter, that's just not accurate. Like social media has its perks. It has its pluses and minuses. But at the same time, like I know for a fact when it comes to me, I try to take the negative out of it by using the platform for its advantages. On Twitter, you can mute bullshit. If you know for a fact that that person's talking fluff, block them, mute them. Mm-hmm. If, if you know for a fact that you know, you're tired of seeing scattered ass on Instagram, unfollow the scattered ass. Like, there's that for you. A lot of people just see it and they just don't take advantage of it. You have to make social media work for you. Even though everything is all about algorithms and things like that, the algorithm can't work if you don't give it a reason to. Mm. 
Yeah, that's actually true. I, I did run into somebody that still lives in town. He's actually a police officer. And when I saw him, he was so upset about something that happened years ago. So I reached out to him on Facebook and I apologized to him and I you know, explained the situation. He was like, you know, I, thank you for reaching out. Like, you know, I, I appreciate the apology and I forgive you. Another major con is like the interconnectedness of life. You see some um, random person that gets suggested and then you realize like what the fr- what kind of friends y'all have in common. You're like, oh, they friends with somebody I went to grammar school with, a different friend I went to high school with, a different friend I, I, I had my first job with, some other friend from some other. And you realize this person that you never met is connected to your life and like six seven different ways which is kind of crazy yeah yeah that's true i can do that too um greg you brought up a really good point that um social media we're unable to taint or change history but I also think it could be very dangerous because we do see a lot of memes with misinformation um, as it relates to history so there's a part of things that we can actually see right now real live in the moment that's happening but I think the biggest concern for me would be how do we preserve and share real history and things that have really happened that haven't happened in real time and making sure that we are fact checking and that we're sharing things that are accurate absolutely um i just want to like say if you guys could please share this chat that way people can obviously listen to it as well like it would help not only us but for people who want to be informed they want to think like you they want to hear things that you have to say because we have a lot of voicemails and we want to play them for them as well so please share it if you can Social media gives you the ability to spread the word for protests and movements in a way that we wouldn't be able to, again, just by word of mouth. Yeah, because I don't I don't watch news. I don't watch TV like that. I don't care to. My life is very like if it ain't on my phone, I ain't worried about it. Pretty much. The people who create themselves based off of what they see on social media would have done virtually the same thing, but through different methods before the internet existed. Like when people complain about how we have our heads in our phones now, that the people who had their heads in their phones now would have just had their heads in books or newspapers or anything else to not have to talk to others before the internet. I think you're confusing social media with the internet, dude. I mean, those are two completely two different things uh, in response to what you're saying right now from my comment. You know, I think a lot of what you're saying, I'm hearing, I'm hearing social media, but really what you're talking about is the internet. Uh, You know, I love to hear what you have to say about that. Okay. I'll say this. Um, The internet exists, but it doesn't like it's like earth like basically it doesn't rotate without social media like we create the content that brings the information you get from the internet like yes you can google things and you can you know you can tweet things and all that but it comes from us we are the source so when you hear oh tmz found out about this you know this person died um yes they figured it out that that happened but 
We shared that on social media. As a result, it's going to go there. That's why RSS feeds like Feedly and Google News and things like that. Nobody checks those. Like when you open your phone, you don't say, you know what? I'm going to go to my Safari browser and I'm going to see what the news is. What do you do? You go to social media. They have trending tweets. They have trending news. Honestly, you don't have to go and buy Washington Post or New York Times and things like that. It's right there on Twitter. Everything is readily identifiable for you on social media. That's why I said that. So when I say that, you know, it's that and then there's the Internet, the Internet does exist because it's a platform for Twitter. Like you can't have it without obviously having like Wi-Fi data Internet. However, the content that's on there doesn't happen right now without social media. You don't get TikToks. You don't get trending tweets. You don't get the soldier boys. You don't get stereo, which the only like bread and butter right now in stereo is being social. You're on a social app saying that it's the internet. It doesn't make sense. Nothing about that makes sense at all. So that, that's what I mean. But also social media gives you easier access to the kind of therapeutic knowledge that allows you to work through who you are and who you want to be quicker than people in previous generations did. Bingo. Bingo. There's definitely more pros than cons. Yeah, especially the listen, your apps are the reason why you don't have to take your ass to the goddamn bank every time you get paid. <laughs> Remember that shit? The exactly. lines? Yo, uh, do, do you know? Yo, it, it, it's so funny that you, you said that because I can go right now on social media, and I'm only saying this on social, you know, because it's absolutely true. I've gone on social media and I've complained about something. To a, like a restaurant or like an app or something like that. I complained about Verizon and Verizon tweeted me back. Hey, we saw your tweet. How can we fix it? Um, there are people who go and they had a terrible Uber ride. You know what they do? They tweet Uber. And what does Twitter? Uh, what does Twitter and Uber do? They say, how can we fix that shit? Yeah, that's the power of social media. There, is, like, honestly, in about five years, we're not having customer service anymore. There are like, if 2020 and the pandemic hasn't taught us one thing, it's jobs and you know customer service and stuff like that that's going to be a way of the past there still will be like some hardwire like hey you have to come to the office to go and do stuff like that but there are a lot of people making money from social media there are a lot of careers being made from social media stereo right now is telling you by the way we are social media and all you have to do is talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about and you can make money that's the power of social media. That's the pro of social media. That's why right now we're talking about is social media a pro or a con? Now, knowing the information that you know now, I just want to know you being on a social media app by the name of Stereo that asks you to talk about whatever you want to talk about. They don't give you a topic. They don't say you can only talk about this today. That right there is not only an amendment, your freedom of speech, but it's the power of social media. Mm. And one more follow-up, just a quick one. I, I, I recognize the pros, don't get me wrong, it's not all bad. I'm just mostly talking about the kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, hello, she gets it pod and hey Greg. <laughs> um, peace, love, and blessings. Um not really a debative person, but um, you know, everyone has their perspective. Um, I appreciate you guys sharing your perspective, and uh, it's a beautiful thing when we can all um, share our perspectives, um, not necessarily agree, but still, you know, uh, agree to disagree and, and go on and, you know, and just, you know, um, 
be, you know, open to, um, you know, just hear another person's uh, opinion. Um, anyways, uh, my tidbit on it is uh, it could be uh, either good or bad. Um, something, uh, as you said, it does depend on um, the person uh, and your upbringing, your culture. Um, mm-hmm. However, uh, there's good and bad in everything. So, um, and I think that's just one of those common sense things. Um, yeah. Um, I just want to say one thing. Um, j- just in the regard of like children, like I, I don't want to like blame the parents, but you are their parent first and foremost. You dictate what they do and see. If you give them an iPhone, you can't be mad at the fact that they are on social media and can see those things. You gave them the platform to see those things. And now you have the technology that says, you know what? They're at home. Let me go ahead and take that away from them. You know what? At nine o'clock, it's bedtime. I can turn off their internet and you can do it from an app. So to say, what about the kids? Like, you're their parent. Don't say like, don't make it a generalized statement of what about the kids? Because there's like so many kids in the world and they can be tarnished. Yes, they can. But you have that control as their parent as well. Now, I will say there are kids that are rebellious and will find ways around it. There's absolutely that. But to say, what about the kids? I'm like, we've been saying what about them kids for years? But I learned something as well. Thanks to social media. And it's hashtag fuck them kids. Sometimes, though, not all the time, <laughs> just, just sometimes. Just sometimes. Next voice. You just got to teach your kids to adapt no matter what, because even if you keep them in the bubble of your home or whatever and you tell them this, they're going to go outside. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that, because that was was, you know, that was going to be my next point. When parents try to keep their kids in a bubble, like think about you. If you are keeping your kid in a bubble, they're going to rebel. But if you say, you know what, this is the real world right here. Mm -hmm. They they know. Hey. I can't do that or I shouldn't see that. Like right now, like sex trafficking, like that is very prevalent. So if you go and you tell your kids, hey, this is why I can't have you go to the mall with just you and your friends. This is why I do the things that I do. And you explain it to them, not as children, but as young adults. And that's the difference. Like I'm not saying to talk to your five-year-old about sex trafficking. I'm talking about telling your, you know, 11, 12, 13-year-old who is already starting to act out and rebel. Just say, you know what? There's consequences to your actions and this what could happen. They see it, but they just want you to be their parent and say it to them. Their parent, you know, their friends, their teachers, their schools, they're telling them these things. They want to hear it from you. Be the parent that tells them, no, that's just not going to fly. And honestly, you will be a better person at it. Don't let social media be the parent that you won't be. I definitely talk to my child about sex trafficking. I live in um, Georgia, Atlanta, and they traffic, sex traffic more kids here than anywhere else in the United States. So, yes, that's definitely a conversation. <laughs> I don't know if I think that it's bad for kids. I mean, I do have a 10-year-old, and she doesn't have social media. I haven't let her get a TikTok. I just feel like she has enough time later on uh, for stuff like that. Um, but I, I think that it's important for the parent to monitor to make sure that you're having conversations with your kids to affirm who they are, who they're becoming, and to make sure that you're having conversations or grooming them to understand that their voice matters and that um, so that they're not easily influenced. Because I think we're all influenced by something, even us who didn't grow up with social media. And then we kind of, you know, MySpace was around, but 
at that time I was already who I was becoming. And so I wasn't easily influenced. So it's, I don't think it's bad, but I think it's up to the parents or guardian to monitor. Agreed. Definitely. I have a um, friend that I met through a job um, and we just so happened to have girls on this that were born on the same birthday but personality wise they're completely different and she has an issue where her daughter where she's too sassy she acts too grown she's into um everything she's not supposed to be into and she doesn't listen to her and this is why her daughter has a tiktok her daughter has ig her daughter could go on the internet whenever she wants. Her daughter has an iPad. My daughter has an iPad, but there's certain social media I don't feel like a six-year-old should have. And when it comes to like her makeup or her being able to watch the same things that she gets to watch, she feels like her friend more so than her child. So therefore, she tries her more. And so from time to time, because we're friends, I'll listen to her be like, and she'll complain about, I don't know what to do. She's not listening to me. She don't do this. She don't do that. And I'm just like, you give her too much room. You give her too many options. A child doesn't need that. So then oh. my child, when they hang out, she'd be like, well, such and such has a TikTok. Such and such has an Instagram. Such and such has a Snapchat. I don't care. Mm. You not have saying it. <laughs> what you're saying is you you can be your child's friend, but you are their parent first. Is that what you're saying, pretty much? But at the same time, sometimes it depends on your child's personality, especially girls. You have to tell them, I'm not your friend. Like, mm. my, my, my girls be like, why can't we call you by your first name? Because y'all, man, we not friends. Man, I, I remember in elementary school, right? Like, one of my classmates, like, he hit his mom. Uh, shout out to Mikey. Oh, and he he, he he was the white friend who he could hit his mom. He could talk shit to her and stuff like that. But none of that phased me because I knew for a fact my mom would whoop my ass. What, what really fucked me up was what you had just said, calling them by the first name. I tried to call Sherry, Sherry. And mm-hmm. she said to me, she was like, first and foremost, who the fuck are you? I gave birth to you. Like, I am mom. Even when I'm 70 years old, I'm never going to call my mom her first name. And there are people that were not birthed by my mom that call my mom mom because that's a sign not only of respect, but you just know that you were raised to honestly respect the people that were like, I don't want to say above you, but like older than you. Respect your elders has been a thing since you were like, you know, just treat others the way you want to be treated. When you turn 60, do you want an 18-year-old to be like, hey, motherfucker, or hey, you, or this person? Like, no. Like, God. It it sucks knowing that. Today, my mom found out that from my friend that saw my phone while I was talking to her that her name is saved in my phone as Jenny from the block. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like my mom's name is so basic. Now I'm just like, I ain't saving her in here as mom. Like, wow, like in an emergency, I feel like people need to know who this person is um, outside of just like mom and address oh, yeah. it. So I save it as something funny. And I like when she called and my phone and be like, Jenny from the block is calling. Jenny from the yeah. block is calling. So I just save it. And sometimes, yes, my mom does allow me to call her Jennifer when she's just doing things out of like out of the ordinary or just things that don't make sense. But 
for the most part, I'll call her mom or mommy. Like I'm 33, but I'll still call her that because she know I'm not doing it out of disrespect. I'm doing it just like, girl, you know, we, we not doing that. Like you don't even exactly. believe it's like, let's be for real, for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But also, um, there are things in, um, your physical environment as well as, um, uh, just your energy, um, the environment that's around you uh, on an energetic level, on a uh, uh, subconscious level as well, that will and can affect you, um, whether that affects your energy uh, or whatever. Um, it doesn't take a person being weak-minded or or influenced uh, easily. It doesn't take necessarily, uh, it's not necessarily, necessarily we'll say just because their upbringing was a certain way that they won't be influenced by uh, certain things. Especially um, uh, people, uh, whether being a child or just you know, have not reached that um, mental level of maturity, or uh, their vibration is just at a lower lower level, or their emotions are just at a certain place. Exactly. Absolutely agree. I get what science was saying too about the um, kids, you know, being influenced by social media and a negative impact because a lot of what they're seeing especially on youtube and on the internet they're just going off of and thinking that's real or you know that um some of these things can really be done in a matter of minutes like little kids and it's it's really up to us adults the ones that are in the know to like be their filter be their little filtration system and letting them know what's real and what's fake because i mean like like we've seen with this administration, there's a lot of fake news and a lot of fake facts that are being pushed out through the internet. So if they could trick, if they could trick grown people, just imagine what they could do to kids. Oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I, I talk mean, to shit. kids all the time. Don't give nobody a location. Uh, yesterday, I was teaching my three-year-old her address and uh, my phone number. Like that's something you don't give to everybody. So everybody that like they need to know because kids get lost all the time and most importantly if your child is black in america they're not looking for your kid at all honestly like like he said you know about fake news and stuff like that like i agree absolutely agree like for me i know for a fact i am strangely terrified of chuck e cheese i told my wife when we had the baby i will i will never we will never have a birthday at chuck e cheese Ever. Not because of like fake news or something like that. I just know for a fact there's certain things that like I don't want my child to like see. And more importantly, like I just don't want her being like, oh, it's just it's so gross, man. Just the, the ball pit is gross. I've seen kids get like stomped out at the, you know, at Chuck E. Cheese. Um, Basically an arcade. No, honestly, like here we had Chuck E. Cheese. We had Jeepers. Um, I forget the other one. Uh, Jeepers had the roller coaster, but Chuck E. Cheese terrifies me to this day because it is like a it's a pedophile like it, it looks like a pedophile would just hang out there you you go in and it's like a club you go in there they stamp your hand and the only thing they don't do is charge you 20 dollar cover right so you go in there after you get your hand stamped they say hey whose kid are you with because we need to make sure you can account for a kid because if you're in here you have to be with a party or with a kid pedophile behavior right there then you go into the chuck e cheese kids running around you're like wait what the fuck why are there so many kids like and there's kids saying the wildest shit oh my god i love ice cream it's like they don't even fucking sell ice cream at chuck e cheese but sure hey, this is what I 
when you go into Chuck E. Cheese and you get your stamp, my mom used to mm-hmm. take us there just so we can like kill energy, right? Mm-hmm. And um, get pizza because their pizza is bomb. So when you would get stamped, I never understood why the fuck are you stamping me when mm-hmm. every kid in here has the same stamp so anybody in here could walk out with any kid they want. <laughs> that, that, that right there, <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what I was doing at. Like, oh, Chuck, like, e. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese and if you had to like rank them, Chuck E. Cheese is number one of places that I told myself I would never take my kid. Number two, it's going to be controversial because somebody's going to be like, well, you have to go eventually. My answer is absolutely fucking not. And it's Six Flags. The reason why I absolutely hate Six Flags is because there is no protection for kids. And honestly, there's just so many cuts and corners and shit that you can just go and someone will go absolute miss like missing missing not like oh they're just you know i see them they're at my eye vision but i just you know they're good no every single time i've gone to six flags i've seen a parent like in tears because their kid walked 50 paces and just magically just fucking disappeared but that's the thing that was in like 2002 2003 imagine in 2020 you go to six flags with your four or five year old and you know for a fact that you told them, hey, you know, as long as I can see you, because, you know, that's something that, you know, black parents will say, as long as I can see you, you're fine. The issue is, yeah, you see them, but you don't see them go down the slide. You just see the fact that they're at the slide. What happens when they go down and somebody snatches their ass up? Like, you would never know the difference. And like you said before, like with Chuck E. Cheese, they stamp your hand, but they also stamp everybody else. Everybody at Six Flags either has a membership pass, but there's not enough cameras to capture everybody shit like that scares me. So a lot of people are scared of like social media and stuff like that. I'm scared of shit like that. Like I can just literally say, you know what? We're going to cord cut. We ain't doing cable. We ain't doing iPads. That's my control. But when we go outside, I can't control that shit. I used to be the kid that used to go into like hex and Sears and shit like that. And I would go run between the clothes and just disappear from my mom. That's why when my wife, she told me I had to promise her, until like my dying day that I would never have any of our children wear the little uh the little monkey child what do you call them the little leashes and shit where you like you put oh, it yeah. on their wrist or you put the backpack on them she promised me that I would never do that and I told her I was like I understand why you don't want me to do it but I was like at least I know that kid is either next to me behind me in front of me or something because I've seen way too many kids just magically fucking disappear the issue is us when we were younger we could disappear and our kid you know our parents knew for a fact we were bad as shit so we got to come back but that's now when you that's when you have to get your next gear of parenting in where mm-hmm. is there your child does your child respect you or does your child fear you um mm-hmm. i remember for my 31st birthday i took anya to disney world for the first time just me and her and then i met my friend there with her daughter and she didn't stay the full time now I know why the fuck people take their whole family to Disney mm-hmm. World though, because we couldn't go on no good rides because she was so little. I couldn't, there's nobody to hold this stuff. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, damn, I really oh, yeah. have to come to this fucking big ass theme park, walk around, push this goddamn stroller, walk with you, feed you, make sure we eat all the food, then we go on more mm-hmm. rides. It's, it's so fucking exhausting. When you hit that parking lot in Florida in, at Disney World, that's an automatic $36. You haven't even ridden anything yet. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, so I just I just spent the G in a yep. day 
to ride some of the rides at the theme park. But she knows she enjoyed herself at the same time. Don't go to no motherfucking theme parks if it's just like four yeah. less. You need to go with a squad. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna just keep it real brief. I'm absolutely terrified of Disney, not because of you know the theme park. I think you just have a thing with mascots. No, no, no. I, I you know my story about uh, Mickey Mouse, right? So I told you that story. No. Okay, so when I was younger, my parents they they took me to Disney World, right? And Disney World had like at this point they had like a little wave pool, so you could put your feet in, so you could put your toddler, your little kid in there, and everything. But the issue is the water goes in and the water goes out. It, it's the same way with Six Flags the wave pool; it always goes to the back. So I'm taking photos with Mickey Mouse, and we're standing at the edge of the pool. And you know how those little cartoon characters they have that little thing where they like they cover your face with their hand. And I'm a little kid. I'm like traumatized because I'm seeing a big ass rat just like putting their hands on my face. Right. So he puts his hand on my face and I try to push his hand away. And as a result, I end up falling back. I can't swim. So I fall back into the wave pool and I'm at like fucking like 10, 12 feet. And the wave pool is still going. So it's not like they could just reach back in the water and grab me. So it's going as I'm in Disney drowning because of fucking Mickey Mouse. So I, you know, they finally get me out of the water. They do the CPR and everything like that. And what do I see other than the, I didn't see the person behind the Mickey Mouse. I just saw fucking Mickey Mouse and the face didn't change. It was literally Mickey Mouse smiling at me after I'd almost died because, you know, he, he almost tried to kill me. No, I, no, honestly, anybody who knows me knows that story. And when I tell people, I'm like, yo, there's no Mickey Mouse in my house at all none when my daughter she can have she can have Minnie mouse i'm all i'm completely fine with Minnie mouse however there's absolutely no mickey mouse in my house period the fact that i don't want to say i died because of mickey i almost died because of mickey mouse it's just the fact that i came out of the water they resuscitated me and all that other shit and the first thing i saw was <laughs> mickey mouse's face that is traumatizing as shit <laughs> my god Somebody's gonna be like, "Yo, Greg, you you were fucking scared of a rat." Yes, <laughs> you, you, you you were scared of rats too. I'm definitely scared of rats. It's even worse now because I'm scared of just two now: Chuck E. Cheese and Mickey. Why are the mascots rats? Why the <laughs> has anybody ever asked that question? Why are Chuck E. Cheese and so Mickey Mouse me rats? <laughs> you need a good rat mouse memory. Man, oh my god, like I definitely was about to do some whole tip shit. And he's like, You see, what happens is when black people they don't understand, they are trying, they're just trying to take us and let us know that the mouse, the mice, the, the underlings, we're the underbelly of the world. Like, I was definitely about to go there for a second. <laughs> well, don't don't take your ass to um New York and and um Soho or uh LES at night because it's straight rat Olympics on them sidewalks. You know what? I've been to New York a lot of times, and I have never seen a New York rat. That's one oh, thing I've I've always hated out. myself for. Them things get as big as cats. Okay. Now wait, is it now? Is it like big, like you said, like a cat, or is it like that episode of Martin where it was like you know that you know that ain't no damn possum or something like that? Like that. As fuck, they will wait on the train with you and get on. And, oh, no. and find somewhere to sit. People who fall asleep on the train, you'll see them crawl up on them while oh, they like. No, they're bold. Oh no, you got to throw New York City away at that point. Throw New York City away if y'all rats are that fucking bad. <laughs> like they need to exterminate that shit. What the? What rat just crawls up that's on the mascot? I think social media has totally 
has gone like the wrong direction, especially for men and women when it comes to like the date, the dating scene or the hooking up scene. A lot of women use social media for validation and they totally have lost their way. That's just me though. Thank you for the voicemail, man. I definitely agree. Mm. One of the big cons though, is that there's too much information People are flooded with information, including the news, or especially the news. So it's, it's with everything interwoven together, it's hard to pick apart what's not only what's true and what's false, but um, what's important and what's not. Um, and so it, it kind of crowds that space. It, it crowds the space, not just with people to interact with, which can be positive, but also in immense amounts of information, tons of information. Yeah. This they don't need not. a TV. No child in America, especially no minority or marginalized child, needs a television. What for? So you can reinforce old ideals? No. You good. Go out and create something. Make your own reality because you're going to need it. You're going to need to start building that muscle from a very young age. So, no, they don't need TV nor social media but it's curious this phenomenon that social media is giving kids angst and causing them to have like anxiety and i think it's happening to a lot of adults too but it's just a shame right because having your own voice and developing your own voice in a vacuum is great but it only works when you can take it out on the road maybe it's something that we have to teach them yeah, I think it's like a super wave of like kids making millions of dollars on YouTube and kids playing with their parents at home. But your kids cannot relate to other kids. So that's the con. Like, I feel like kids need to take their ass outside and play and get their fucking knees great. Mm. Social dilemma is dope, bro. But that's just really the tip of the iceberg. They can't tell y'all too much on a Netflix, you know, TV show. If you get what I'm saying. Well, tell us more. Tell us more, please. But um, it can also be a good thing, especially when you're dealing with networking. Um, sometimes it can be a good thing with um, meeting different people um, that are, you know, on the same wavelength or same path that you're in. And uh, sometimes, you, you know, you make uh, better friends on social media. And I mean, you know, uh, because I go off, I'm a person that goes off of energy, but you'll make better friends with someone and ha- and they'll have a better energy that you're vibing with versus someone that you met in the physical. And I think um, she gets it, um, sort of mentioned something similar, but in her own words, um, you know, about, you know, how, you know, she don't have to waste her time and stuff like that. So um, I, I think it could be both um, good and bad. <clears throat> Mm. No, nah, homie, you're gonna see all photos of the baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, everything Gucci, everything Louis. Okay. My people, my people. I'm what is with going you, on you Ruth? Let me just say, I spent two hours. Let me just say that again. I spent two hours talking to conspiracy theorists last night. Just asking general questions. I I couldn't even actually even get into the flat earther situation. But even stereo is allowing people to have these conversations. And it got, it was, it was like a, it was, 
Okay, I have a page called The Looking Glass on uh-huh. Facebook and Instagram because I literally like just talking about everything and I don't mm-hmm. mind going down the rabbit hole. We were definitely in the rabbit hole. Like, we were in it. I was hearing things about like meta... What are what? What is it called? Memetics? Memetics about like memes that like somehow like a hundred years ago it was like set up so that one day it would, it would come back full circle we talked... I, see, I can't even finish it. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. Discussion yep. was yeah. I'm going to acknowledge that obviously there are pros and cons, but if I had to choose, I would choose there to be social media. And obviously there's other problems in communication and how we interact socially and how we look at ourselves. Those things need to be addressed too. So that social media can, doesn't have to be a toxic place for some people. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say this. Um, the Looking Glass group, like, let us know because I need to be a part of that. And Shane, you need to be a part of that too. I, I need to be there. So, E Ruth, like, let us know because yeah, I need that. Next voicemail though. What, pray tell, is scattered ass? <laughs> what did I miss? What is scattered ass? You mentioned scattered ass. Did I? Yes, you mentioned scattered ass, friend. You definitely no. did. You, <laughs> I don't put my teeth apart for no one. Nah, see, that's a fucking lie. You sit there talking about you. <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to make it make sense because I kept asking to try to make it make sense. But something about how memes and... No, I, I'm not going to be able to do it. But there were other conversations that were going on about the fact that there is a flat earth and that maybe like there's a door that we just climbed down underneath and we can just climb out of the earth. And then I would keep on asking, like, so, like, is our, our soul? Like, are you mean when we die? Because when you die, your body, your soul do leave your body. So, yeah, you can transcend somewhere else. I guess there's a lot of theories about that. There's near-death experiences that could sort of corroborate that. But are you saying that we, like, just go downstairs, like, in the earth, like, in the ground, in the soil? Like, what? You see what I'm talking yes. about? See, wait, so hold on, I'm confused. So when she's saying we go downstairs, like we go down and then there's like a whole like a VIP section of just like life where it was like, wait, what happened? Because does that mean the Mandela effect and all that shit is real? Because I know for a fact it's the Bernstein Bears. I know for a fucking fact it's the Bernstein Bears. Fuck up in the club, VIP. <laughs> If they connected to random people, it's probably a spoof account. I don't trust it, and I'm not accepting the friendship. I hear that. So I think that's an interesting perspective about 2020 and how, you know, where would we be without social media? Um, Just thinking about some of the things that has been happening in Africa where there is a threat against democracy. Um and communication because every time something happens they shut certain countries will shut social media down and knowing that this is how we get our real-time information and how we get to spread this information so fast and sometimes this is the quickest way that we get the truth it would be interesting it's it's a scary thought to see what would happen if the united states thinking about everything that's happening now if they start to shut down social media, because it's definitely happened plenty of times. It happened at the Millionaire March. Um, none of us had reception. Um, we couldn't record. We couldn't upload. So 
Yeah. I'm in the kitchen taking meat to the face. Hey. I know black history in Mexico, shit that you don't learn about this country, like the founding father of Mexico, he was half black. The first free town in Mexico was named after a free African slave that freed himself in Mexico, called Younger, which I wouldn't know about that. Mm. Shit, I didn't know, so thank you for telling me. Social media is like having a car. It's like, yeah, it's it's more convenient, but then again, it's more dangerous. Dangerous at the same time, you know, it, it's more pollution out there. But you know, people can kind of move to and from, you know, so we can make a society live. So there's this good and it's bad. Social media is just like that. There's this, this is good and then it's bad. Absolutely. And I want to just say this, like, thank you guys, obviously, for being here. Um, if you could please share it, you can also just follow us both. But most importantly, like, if you like the comment that anybody else is saying, you need to follow them as well. This is free game that they're given. And there's a lot of truths that we don't even know about. And we're like amazed at. So please like it. Uh, do a little clap shit, too. I don't know what that does, but just just clap anyway. Like, you know, just round of applause for the people who are giving y'all free game. Yeah. Yeah. Make, make it clap. Uh, what, what's that Buster Rhyme song? Uh, make it clap. I'm going to do that every time I need y'all to clap. I just need y'all to make it clap. Go ahead and make it fucking clap. Uh, more importantly, like I said, like leave comments if you disagree, you agree. More importantly, just like talk to each other as well. But talk through here because we love y'all. But definitely share it. Definitely make it clap. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We got a lot of comments. Let's just keep going. I don't really think that the internet would exist longer than a certain amount of time without social media. So discussing them separately is kind of a moot point right here. Exactly. Egg. I like Reddit a little bit better than uh than Twitter. Yep. What what I say? What I say, Shan? I said that earlier. Reddit is a place that Reddit is so good because it's it's not limited to 160 characters and you get called out for not fact checking yourself. And uh-huh. there's upvotes, there's downvotes. So it's not like Facebook where you can just have a like but you don't have a dislike. There's an edit button that Twitter doesn't have. And more importantly, there's a room for everyone. There's not like, okay, we're all just going to talk about this. And you know, if you mention something else, you're not going to be able to just talk like there's an insecure like so people who watch insecure there's a subreddit if you want to talk about football there's a room for you it's literally the evolution of aol chat rooms remember aol chat rooms they had like washington dc boston miami shit like that basically reddit is the evolution of what that was now there is some shit like there's some absolute shit shows on there. Um, I'm talking about like you know BBWs and you know just just dirty porn and shit that Baylor likes to watch. But Reddit is a great place if you want to just go and discover information that you would have never thought of or you never knew. Conspiracy theories definitely go and follow that one because they got a lot of shit in there. I was like, yo, um, never thought about that, my friend. Never thought. But next voicemail. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I feel like social media, we get our news faster than, I guess, if you want to separate internet versus social media, we get our stuff fast. Oh, I think she cut off. Let me see. We got another voicemail. There's a huge difference between the internet and social media. Um, Social media is meant for collective conversation and sharing information in real time. 
and a place where you can go back and check the stored messages. The internet is just open. It's an information source. So for you to get any information, you have to literally go on there and seek out the information. If you join a social media site, even if you're only on one which is one of the reasons why I deleted Facebook from my phone and Facebook Messenger is because that tracks you. So I don't even have to be on social media and I can be Googling something, looking to purchase, or it's listening to your conversations and then algorithms start showing you advertisements. That is a form of conditioning. And so that's a difference between the internet. The internet, you're actually going on, you're looking for something specific. There's still algorithms. Let me ask Miss Mogul. Now, you said that you uninstalled like Facebook and Facebook Messenger. Did you also go and like uninstall um, WhatsApp and Instagram and anything else that Facebook decided that they wanted to purchase? Because I know for a fact that they own those. I don't know if they have the same practices where they go and they listen to calls and stuff like that. But I do know that at least on, you know, an isolated case where I was looking for a pair of shoes. I said I wanted to go and look at like some rock ports or something. I looked for rock ports and then next thing you know, what's in my Instagram feed? Rock ports. Hey, if you want to follow them, like here's rock ports. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't know that that was a thing, but sure. Um, People were telling me, oh, your phone tracks you. I'm like, I actually wanted to do that though. I don't want it to say, you know what, you know, you're doing something illegal. Let's come find you. But hey, like, if I'm lost, like I want my wife to be able to find me. That's why I have find my iPhone on there. That is one thing. But to just know for a fact that you're listening to my conversations in my house and I'm having a conversation about spaghetti. And the next thing you know, you're telling me, here's the spaghetti recipes that you were thinking about. That's some scary shit right there. I don't want that. Not at all. We got a voicemail there. Trying to be like, y'all not getting internet. Y'all not getting full internet. Yeah. Here in America, they'd be like, oh, we're going to give you the illusion of full internet. We're going to give you the illusion of privacy. And then we're going to put this shit in fine print. You know why? Because no, don't, don't nobody read. And once you exactly. that's one time, that's all they need legally to have all access. So anybody living in America right now that think you have full pri- privacy, you're a fool. You've got to be completely off the grid. And mm. if you're being tracked, you just being tracked. Mm. There's still algorithms there that will pull up things that was formerly in your search engine or ad spend that gives you suggestions. But it's a difference with social media. It's the intent is conditioning. The intent is to keep you focused and distracted. The intent is for you to be consumed by other people's lives or the things that you are most interested in. And you're constantly seeing that on a day in and day out. So if I'm choosing to be consumed by negativity, that's all that's going to show up on my feed. That's a form of conditioning. Yep. There's no way that anybody can tell me um, can say, you know, you shouldn't look at these things if I'm, you don't know that I'm doing it, especially if you're my parent, right? Like I'm on this phone looking for things that make sense for me on social media. Mm. Yeah. That's all facts. All yeah. facts. <laughs> I don't know. I've tweeted some things and some businesses have ignored me. You know what's more powerful? You got to CC the CEO. 
<laughs> That's the only way you get shit done. If the CEO is getting some customer service complaints, best believe that you're getting whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Listen, well, I had motherfuckers in Bank of America um, treat me like I was some stranger trying to get my account and get my money out and talk about my account to other tellers in a different language in front of me. Call a manager that's telling me to take off my glasses, that's telling me to remove my hat, that's telling me to um, give me an additional ID, right? At the end of it, they're giving me my money so I could go buy my truck, and they just shoved all my cash under the thing without counting it out to me. As soon as I got my car, I called Bank of America um, Retention Center. I had a conversation with them. The next day, the CEO called me on his cell phone and gave it to me. And he was like, I would like for you to keep all of your accounts with us. And he apologized. Even still, my ass went to the bank on Saturday and emptied all my accounts. And the same manager sat in there and acted like he didn't know who I was. Oh, yeah. Like some businesses just don't give a fuck. Oh, not at all. That is why I am Mr. May. I speak to your manager. Like, I will turn into a white but woman of color if you fuck me up. And what makes it worse, the manager was Asian, the teller was mm-hmm. black, and then the other teller was Latina. Oh, so you were just like the odd nigga in the room. Pretty why, much. They were just looking at you like, wait, like, we, I thought I thought all lives matter. I, I, I thought black and brown lives matter. What the fuck is going on? Y'all treating me like shit out here. But it, it's very weird. Um, I will say this. I still use Bank of America. The only reason I do is because, obviously, like, the family ties and everything like that. My mom still has it. Like, the wife has it. Our family has it. So it, it, it's just easier. I still have Navy Federal because I'm like, you know what? Navy Eventually, Federal I'm is gonna- excellent. Um, any bank that gives me a hard time, I don't give how, how long I've been there. I'm a stickler for good customer service. And you ain't about to tell me or treat me any type of way with my motherfucking money in there. Yeah. And that that's the difference between someone who actually has been done wrong by a company and companies who just may have had a bad day. Like, that's why I, I don't do Yelp. Like I used to, I used to be like, you know, I'm gonna write a bad review. But Yelp is one of those. It's like Twitter, but for like people who just honestly are entitled. I feel the same way about Nextdoor. Like Nextdoor is like neighborhood watches for snitches. Um, when it comes to Yelp, the only people that use Yelp are people who are just like, you know what? I want to make sure that I give a good review because they may want me to be a patron again and i've been on here so long that you know i just i want to give an honest review i like those people but no i have those out sometimes when people piss me the fuck off and i don't no, feel no. me well, and that's the thing that's the thing but you don't do it all the time oh, i've no. literally seen i've right. seen people and i'm in groups where a girl she will go to a place and complain about the place before she's even walked in she, oh, no. she goes she goes into it like she's about to like register for a house or you know and she's you like you know what? i have to inspect it Yelp gives you like a score by your reviews but that's, that's the thing like ima- imagine if someone gave you a yelp review on you like that's the once that happens because you know it's going to happen like imagine if twitter and instagram start giving reviews like how stereo has it like you know what this person's content is really good. It's trending. Imagine if Instagram had a trending. That that's like currency to them. Like for at least for stereo. So when you see Yelp and people just automatically like, you know what? I'm just give a bad review. I'm like, 
what and the reviews are just so fucking weird man like i i saw a woman at the nail salon i go to now some like some guy's gonna be like well great why do you go to a nail salon because self-care is everything any man telling me that no. a man should not get a manicure i just assume that Don't you eat. my motherfucking pizza yeah, yeah, like any guy who has ever told me that they don't go get manicures and pedicures or they like condemn me for the fact that I go do this shit, I just assume they dig in their ass. And for oh, no. me, I, I, I'm just not the one. So I was reading a review of a place that not only I patronize, but the fact that I go to this place around the same time this person goes and my nail technician she goes and she does the works so i'm talking about the, the feet the hands she does the massage she goes you know i, I don't i don't do like like gel and all the color like just I, I just want my shit to be clean and even that's it period like i'm like diddy i learned my shit from him he said you know what any man that is well manicured like you have one in life when he said that i was like he must have meant it any billionaire who tells me that's the key to life, I'm gonna take that key to life. So I went and got my nails done, and I've been going every two weeks ever since. <laughs> Here's the issue, though. I was reading this review, and it was my nail technician who had a bad review. Now, mind you, my experiences might not be someone else's, but this person, the review started off like, you know what? You know, I went in there, and she just instantly had a bad attitude. And I said, okay, so people can't have bad days. Cool. Okay. Just keep going. So it went from, you know, she may have had a bad day to, I'm just going to fuck with her because I know she's having a bad day. So it was, you know, one of those reviews where, you know what? I asked her for this and she took too long. Or, you know, she told me she expected a tip. I was like, she didn't. No nail tech that I've ever been to has ever expected a tip now i'm sure there are some that have however my nail technician she don't expect it and the reason why she doesn't expect it is because she says i don't want cash especially during covid she don't want cash she's like you can use the cash app you can use venmo you don't have to tip me so the lady when she had said what she had said i was like yo like i responded like not only are you lying on this person you're about to ruin their business so i i kind of posed this to her i was like you're doing this because you know it's an asian lady and cool but what would happen if this was a black woman who owned her own business and you are just completely condemning her business that she works hard for because you had not only one bad experience but more importantly you are taking something that was so minute that you decided that you were going to escalate it because it makes the story and the negative you know and the narrative better for you what some people ever- Everybody thinks their problem is the biggest problem in the room. Man, man, listen to me. I have I have been in drive-throughs for fast food. And mind you, somebody would say, "Don't eat fast food." I've been there. I get that. However, I've heard people complain in the line for McDonald's because their <laughs> Big Mac had a middle bun. I was like, "Yo, how long has a Big Mac had a middle bun? Forever." At least for thirty years. I'm thirty-three. I know for a fact Big Macs were here before me. The fact that. People are complaining about something that honestly, you can't change it because that's there. I've seen people go and order from obviously like fast food places. I'm going to just use McDonald's again for an example. When I used to work there, I was like maybe 14 or 15 years old. There was a lady who used to come in there every Wednesday and she would come during the peak hours. She would come between like five and six o'clock. She knew everybody was either getting off of work or getting off of school and they were coming in there and she would come through the drive-thru. She would come through the drive-thru and I would work the drive-thru. She said, she wanted a double cheeseburger, no cheese, add a tomato. And I was like, okay, That's cool. not a cheeseburger, ho. Exactly. 
Exactly. So there's that. She could have just easily asked for a double hamburger, but she wanted to make life difficult for the people who worked there. But then she did something that it honestly pisses me off so much. And I know people do it because they just don't like salt. They get the French fries without <laughs> the salt. She, she gets she gets the fries without the salt. And we knew she would come in every Wednesday. So we would purposely know at 540 she's coming. So what we're going to do is we're just going to make sure that this is empty so we can just go and just make her own batch of fries without dumping them, what we'll do is we'll just go and scoop them into the box so they're ready, right? The individual will try to have, like, customized service at a motherfucking McDonald's. Exactly. So we would go and do that for her, right? The yeah, issue baby. is... No, 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 no. Th- th- this is going to fuck you up so much. She goes and she would ask for six salt packets so she could put it on the fries. I, You know what? Next voicemail. That just actually pissed me off just thinking about it all over again. It really depends on the individual and what content they're searching. Yeah. Social media is also um, like any other device, right? Anything that you don't make yourself have some form of self-control and discipline, you can be addicted to. So it doesn't matter whether it's social media, whether it's alcohol, whether it's weed or whether it's um, partying, like whatever your vice could be. Toxic pee. Social media is the same thing as that. It's all about control and balance and you being clear about what your intentions are, why you're using these things and how often you're going on. I think for anyone, social media breaks is really good idea to just take a step away sometimes because when you consume too much of other people's feelings, thoughts and emotions, it could be a lot. So there definitely has to be balance. It's definitely a form of conditioning and it could be a vice, but I think it's something that everybody should collectively. Some people get with that. Oh, I'm taking a break. Yeah, man. The people who tell me or that I've ever heard say, you know what, I'm going to take a break from social media. I'm like, you're announcing this shit. Why? Like, just, just go. Like the fact that you have to go and make this proclamation of you going somewhere, like you're not going to Target. You're not going to go get dinner. You are leaving a platform that honestly, they don't give a fuck that you're leaving. Like right now, if I say, you know what, we're leaving stereo. Somebody's going to say, hey, you know, we wish you well in all your endeavors and cool. That's fine. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop or any public place with free Internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 